0: To Thursday night at the Speakeasy Cafe, we would like to invite you to take the stage for the sound of ink, Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Hello everybody and welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. It's going to be a phenomenal night tonight. We have a lot of stuff to go over, so I'm going to jump right into it. I want to first remind you guys that we have a new poetry for prizes—not poetry for prizes. This a—it's a, it's a, it's a prize drawing that we're doing, but it's not the poetry for prizes. That's something different. It's a prize drawing that we're doing for our first quarter kickoff of our 2024 year, which its theme is Give a Poet the Gift of Voice, the Year of the Voice, 2024. That's what we're celebrating this year. So now through, actually it's been going for a little bit, but through March 21st, or 31st, through March 31st, we are doing a drawing or Give a Poet the Gift of Voice. It's pretty simple to enter into the drawing. All you have to do is bring somebody to the Speakeasy Cafe that has never read here before and have them come on and share and read and let us get to know them a little bit. Or go and dig somebody out of the archives that has not been here in absolutely forever and invite them back to read again. So I want you the whole concept of this is I want you to think about who it was that first got you into reading your poetry out loud. I want you to think about how how reading your poetry out loud changed you as a poet. What it felt like the first time. What it was like to feel someone react to your words, to see them respond. I want you to be that person to someone else. I don't want everybody I mean, we have so many writers out there that have never experienced this. And I hate thinking of all the journals in bedside table drawers or hidden away and things that are never going to be shared, never heard. You know, that's just, we write because we have something to say. So help somebody have the voice, help them share it with the world. Let people be able to experience that. Okay, so pretty simple. Bring someone to the show that's never read before. Get your name put into the drawing for the prize package. When your name gets put into the drawing for the prize package, so does the person that you brought. Okay. And I was thinking about this last week because, and so there's going to be two different drawings. Okay. There's going to be a drawing for the people who brought the person to the show, and there's going to be a separate drawing for the people that you brought the new people okay the prize package and if you're a new person and you come and read this week and you bring someone back next week that gets you in the other prize drawing the prize drawing if you bring someone to the show is the big prize and that is going to include for sure a journal it's going to have, and I don't know, if, again, I don't know if you guys, I am going to, Robbie, remind me, please, to post my pens on the page so you guys can see them. I'm sure not a lot of you are familiar with them. But I hand sculpt and make the most amazing, wonderful, fun dip pens. Kind of actually dip in ink, nib pens. And there are all kinds of weird, crazy things that I do with them. So you also, the winner will also get a custom-made pen made for them that I'm going to design, and whatever else I throw in that box, it keeps going. Anyway, so that's going to be the drawing for the prize, the prize for the drawing if you bring someone to the show, and if you're someone that's brought to the show, then the person you bring will be in the drawing, and there, I'm going to do the drawing for that, and it's also going to be for just a nib pen, not just a nib pen, because they're amazing, but they're going it's going to be for a pen pin and a holder for it. So, you know, it's it's a way for both of you to get into the drawing. Anyway, so that's it. Remember that's going on. Don't forget. It's gonna be awesome and amazing. And any of you that have seen my pens before, at least I hope you think it's a pretty cool prize. All right, next, and this is a serious step, okay, I want to take a moment and remind you guys that our 2024 Broadcasting License Fundraiser has begun, and we are really a long way from being able to stay on the air. We've been on the air now for 17 years. And when we first started out this show, I was able to do the fees all on my own and for a long time. But over the last 17 years, they have gone up to a point where I can no longer do them on my own. I just can't afford to keep up with the fees all by myself. And James Lone started out by helping me fund part of the broadcasting fees. And then we just started doing these fundraisers. And And we are here today on the show right now in this moment only because of love and support that we, we receive from you, our our community of poets. Um, some of your families have bitched in. Some people who, you know who we had? We had a donation. Oh, where is it? Where did I put it? Dang it, where did I put it? Robert Reed Murphy. That's his name. Robert Reed Murphy actually made a donation. and He doesn't come on the show and read and stuff like that, but he's an actor who is on my page and happened to see the fundraiser. has been on TV shows and stuff after. So you can Google him. I think I can't remember what the name of the show he was on. I should know. I'm so sorry, Robert. I love you so dearly. I'll remember later. I'm old. Just let's put it at that. But anyway, yeah, I thought that was really, really cool. So, you know, those of you who are helping out, who have helped out, I just want you to know how much I appreciate you um, as the donations have been coming in. But we do have a long ways to go. Uh, We we are working on either being able to keep our three-hour show or, if need be, um, at least be able to get our license for a a two-hour broadcast. So that would be pretty awesome. If you would like to donate and help and sponsor uh, the Speakeasy Cafe, the community, keep us on the air and rolling, then you can jump over onto my Facebook page. If you're not on my contacts list, you can find me under NYLA, N-Y-L-A, like New York, Los Angeles, Alicia, A-L-I-S-I-A. Nyla and last name Alicia. On my page, packed to the top, so you don't have to go digging for it, is our fundraiser link with all the information. You can also donate donate through PayPal, and the PayPal uh, link is on there. And we also have a Cash App account, which is dollar sign Speakeasy Cafe. If you would rather make a donation through one of those services, the GoFundMe post is on the top of my page. You can Google. Speakeasy Cafe fundraiser or Speakeasy Cafe, Speakeasy Cafe GoFundMe and it'll pull up the link on the GoFundMe site. So just thank you. You know, I, I get pretty scared and I hate asking for help. This isn't an easy thing for me to do because, like I said, for so many years I was just carrying it on my own, but I just can't. And so, you know, it's really humbling for me that, you know, for quite a few years now you guys have been helping me do this and it really makes my my heart sing and happy to know what this community means to all of you and you should be proud of it I mean you guys built this this is all on you you're amazing I answer the phones but you guys you know I'm, I'm the front door but you are the building the foundation all of it you're amazing and I'm proud of you guys I'm proud to be a part of this with you so again if you have information or if you want need information on the fundraiser, you can message me also and I can get that to you. And uh, we would really appreciate your support so we don't end up going dark. I always get so scared. Anyway, with that said, it's really important for me to – oh, and you get a really cool banner to put on your page too when you donate. I'd like a thank you banner for your donation and you get your name read every single week as a sponsor on the show and then if you go to the show link you'll notice these little this slideshow your poster is getting put in there so all year long your little poster goes on this uh, slideshow while the show is being broadcast it's pretty cool just my way of you know giving you the recognition recognition you deserve and speaking up I would like to take a moment and thank our 2023 broadcaster license sponsors, those who helped contribute towards our license last year, because we literally, truly, honestly would not be here on the air right now together were it not for their help and their support. It's really important that we recognize them and let them know how much we appreciate what they did to help keep us here. So our 2023 broadcaster license sponsors are Annabella Ashire, Anthony Arnold, Dave Kuhn, Debbie Kelly, Douglas Curry, George Wiley, Gary and Noreen Snyder, Jade Mist, Jessica Brooke, Karen DeWitt, Crispin Riley, Krissa Jopek, Krissa Jopek's dog, T.S. Eliot, great lover of poetry, Lori Binder, Lynn Perkins, Martha Schefzik, Michael Emerald, missy and jimmy ray davis pineapple 16 i just talked to pineapple 16 today too you guys by the way he's planning on being able to stop in and visit with us soon mr rebel jones our captain dear captain rich hathaway robert and may ryan who is christopher ryan's mother and father by the way if you didn't know terry galloway and my ssm timothy s melton I would also like to thank those of you who made donations in the memory of Melvin Douglas Johnson, Philip Kent Church, Kays, Rainman, Ray Neighbors, Rick Smith II, Glenn Still, Charles C.B. Banks, King's Cadence, and Deep Enough. I think that's a real beautiful way to honor their memories and remind us that You know, even though when it's our time to go to that big ink pot in the sky, what we left behind, what we leave here, continues to touch and inspire and grow. It's like a bit of our immortality. So I really want to thank those of you who made donations in the memory of. I think that's a beautiful, beautiful thing to do. All right. So now make sure you have your pens and papers and ink pens and quills and notebooks and whatever it is you need to because it is now time for us to get to the portion of our show that is where did it go? Oh no, wait, hang on. Da 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 this is my whole music. Da 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 da. Don't know where it went. Okay, so, okay, never mind. Let's rewind. (laughs) Okay, so I hope you have your pens and papers and everything ready because it's now time for our inspiration from the Inkwell mini workshop. As I go through this tonight, don't panic. If you don't get everything, it's okay. You can always come back after the show and listen to the podcast archived show and Be able to write down anything you missed. And on the same note, remember that we have 17 years with a broadcast. Now, I haven't done the workshop at the beginning of all of them because when we started out, we used to do interviews. But, you know, you go back 10, 12 years, 15 years, whatever it is, I don't remember, but listen to the first 15 minutes of any show and if you're sitting there and you can't think of anything to write just pop it up and boom you'll find something to be often writing about so a very good tool for you to use all right now make mention of this real quick our project for the year is uh our poetic time capsules so whether you buy a time capsule off amazon and you want the nice cool professional one or you just find something that's and use it. It doesn't matter. I want you to create a time capsule with the intention of it being found 2,000 years from now. And I want it to be your message to the world. I want you to introduce yourself to them. I want to share. you to share who you are, what you are, what you believe in, what's special about your time, whatever it is. I don't care if it's your Power Rangers action figure you've had since you were seven and a Twinkie wrap or maybe just put a whole Twinkie in there to see if it's still fresh when they open it, right? And some of your poems or your books or some pictures or whatever it is. I want to stuff you in a bottle. I want you to stuff you in a bottle. There are some people I would like to stuff in a bottle, though, I'll tell you what. Okay, so anyway, I want you to stuff yourself in a bottle and take it out somewhere and bury it. And, you know, even cool, like I said, maybe put a note in there saying why you buried it where where you did, why that place is significant to you or special to you, all right? But this is your, you know, think about when they dug up King Tut's tomb. This is your King Tut tomb. So share your poetry, share your voice, send it out into the future somewhere, our time capsules. Our me time capitals it's gonna be a fun project for this year all right let's jump right into this by giving you this week's poetry prompts and i want to thank everyone who posted their amazing prompts for tonight's show there were so many good ones and great ones and awesome ones and some of them are going to have to spill over into next week's show so those of you who popped those prompts up there you are amazing so this is your poetry prompts. Remember, they are meant, they're like seeds planted. They're meant to grow into poems. You can use these prompts as the title of your poem. It can be a line in your poem or the general concept of your poem. And beyond that, whatever you do with them is all up to you. All right, they're just here to inspire you. All right, number one, know me as this. That's a good time capsule title. Know me as this. Number two, sharp as a puff of smoke. Sharp as a puff of smoke. Three, shedding skin. Shedding skin. Number four, surrounded. Surrounded. Number five, at first it hurt. At first it hurt. Six, She has ocean eyes. She has ocean eyes. Number seven. There was that one time. There was that one time. The wrong side of right. The wrong side of right. Number nine. Between every heartbeat. Between every heartbeat. Ten. Pages between I love you and the end. The pages between I love you and the end. Eleven, how breathing works. How breathing works. Twelve, stillness of breeze. Stillness of breeze. Number thirteen, my utopian planet. My utopian planet. Number 14, the color purple. All I can think of is George this purple crayon. I think it's George, the purple crayon. The color purple. 15. Okay, so I might have left some things out. Okay, so I might have left some things out. Now, remember, you can write one poem per prompt. You can mix and match the prompts, or you can use all the lines in one poem if you're feeling really froggy. And you get super extra kudo points if you write a poem and you bring it back and you read it on the air to us. But before you sit down and you write to any of these, you need to keep in mind your pick-apart-a-prompt writing exercise. This exercise is the highlight that what we do with a prompt before we sit down and write to it is far greater of far greater importance than what we actually write. When we hear something that inspires us, we go through that instant knee-jerk reaction and our brain pulls up the things that are the most familiar to us. Those are the common things. Those are the basic things. Those are the things that everybody pictures when they hear something that inspires them. What I want you to do is look further and look deeper and find the things that belong only to you. If you have 15 poems about October, all of them are going to, probably 90% of them, are all going to have the same theme or the things in them or the same imagery. You know, be the one that writes something different. So to start this and how you do this, which is cool because if you do this, you only have to do something 21 times for it to become a habit. The more times you do this exercise, the more your brain is going to start processing information automatically in this way. It's going to retrain you and retrain that muscle memory part of you that only pulls up the common ideas and it's going to teach you to look beyond them without even having to think about it anymore. So the way you do this is, I want you to open your journals to a clean page, and then starting at the top, I want you to write down the first prompt. Then I want you to write down at least six different ideas for poems. You don't need to write six different poems. Just write jot down six different ideas for poems. You could write to that one prompt. Was know me as this. So I want to know six different ideas for six different poems you could write to that one prompt. When you're done with the first one, go on down to the second, third, fourth, all the way until you have at least six ideas for poems you could write to each of the 15 prompts. And I guarantee you, you will not make it to the end of this exercise without an idea running away with you. And I 100% guarantee it will be something that surprises you. It's going to be something a little different than anything you've ever written. Are you curious enough to do this, to find that poem? If you do this, please bring it back and read it to me on the show, and I want to hear about the process. All right, so your journaling assignment for this week. This is your one-on-one time with your music. It's not writing for popular consumption. It's just one-on-one time for you and your thoughts. Okay, this is really important. It's what I call sandbox writing sandbox time no fence no boundaries just rewriting okay we're going to be talking more about that in just a bit but just started this week what I have been doing is I've been giving you a line prompt and what you're going to do is start out on a clean journal page and I want you to begin with a sentence oh I didn't write a sentence all right somebody I didn't change that one that's that's what I forgot to do somebody in chat give me a sentence All right. We're going to use Robbie's. He just put one in there. He put in, I think of Prince when I think of purple. That is going to be our prompt for this week. Put that on here. I think of Prince when I think of purple that's going to be the first line you write and then i want you to just keep writing whatever comes to mind i don't care what it is and i remember him in that movie and that weird guy who sang that one song and i thought the girl that wore the bray was kind of hot and whatever just keep writing until you're done all right there is some magic that happens when you free write and i'm going to take a moment and I want to talk to you about that. So we're not going to be doing your writing exercise or anything this week. I'm going to give you the, some other information a little bit. But I really want to take – I'm cutting all that so I have time to do this. And I want to talk to you a little bit about free writing and the importance of – I tell. You, I talk to you guys a lot, free writing and blah, 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 blah. And You know, if you're, you hear it so many times, it goes one in or out the other. But I really want to – I mean, there's a reason that I tell you over and over again why I bring things to you over and over again that talk to you about free writing and the importance of it. And found is there's a magic in free writing that you find in no other way. There's a moment where that magic just takes you over. You know, it's, it's like... If you sit down and write without thought and just keep following that and following that, there's a moment. There's a pivot where you fall over that edge and it feels like being four again. And you're running down a hill with your arms spread wide, open like wings. You know, into, you're running downhill into a great big giant open field. and You have no idea where you're going or what you'll find. If you'll fall or fly, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, you're not caring either way, but by God, you're there, all in, running with all your might into that unknown. That's what it feels like when you find that magic spot. You just let go and your feet go and you run with your eyes closed. There's a magic in that. It's a feeling you get when you're writing and you hit that sweet spot. All right? At least that's what it feels like for me and you just let go of control. I am going to read to you a message that I wrote to a friend this morning who's in the hospital and he thought he had to spend some time in a care facility and he was really upset about that. you know. And then he got the good news that he was going to get to go home with someone to help him with home care until he got stronger. And What he said to me was basically this, um, they're trying to figure out how to have someone assist me, or they would have to ship me off somewhere, which I would hate because I would miss my home too much. It's my personality in my museum. And that line really struck me when he said that, because if you knew him, you would understand how true that statement is. He lives surrounded by his creativity and pieces of his life's adventure and his art. And it truly is his personality in a museum. And so I sat down and I started writing a reply. I was so happy he was able to go home and I knew what that meant to him. And so I started writing this reply to him regarding this thought about being you know, home in his life's museum, and I want to read it to you. And as I read it, I want you to listen and see if you can hear that moment where, while writing this, I went from just talking and sharing about some thoughts, where I'm telling him a story about an object in a place, to where that magic moment happened. I want you to listen and see if you can find where I went into that place of freefall thought where I was no longer controlling what I was writing, but instead it was controlling me. See if you can listen and hear it. All right? So this is the message I wrote. I'm just a little bit long, so bear with me, but you have to be able to hear the whole thing. All right, so I wrote, I am so, sl- or I am so glad you get to go home. I know exactly what you mean about how you would miss your home. We create these nests and fill it with pieces of ourselves and others. We fill it with memories and dreams, things that spark joy, that lift us and ground us, pieces of our lives that still talk to us in whispers. There is a comfort in this, especially with us as artists. Nothing is ever ever really just a thing. There are stories. Like right now, I am sitting in my home office and on the wall is an old beat up, rusted pressure gauge. It's a little smaller than a dinner plate. Most people would look at that and think, what the hell? But I found that on top of Bohemia Mountain a couple years ago. It was after the fires and the ground was pretty bare. The gauge was just barely sticking out of the mud and when I pulled it out, it was caked with dirt inside and out. I took it home and cleaned it up. It took a while to get all the dirt out because it was rusted and I could not take it apart. Bohemia Mountain is an old gold mining area about 20 miles, 25 miles outside of Cottage Grove, Oregon. Gold was first discovered there in 1858, and before that, it was mainly a logging area. Side note, that place is really special to me and has a lot of meaning to me because, because it is where Opal Whiteley lived. She was a very young naturalist and poet. I relate to her very much. When I come see you, I will read you a part of her diary. I think you would like it. Mining operations were small on Bohemia Mountain, mainly because the mountain itself was so rugged and wooded, hard to access. It's very steep and dangerous. Even now, taking my truck to the top is a nail-biting experience. When I drive up, there are so many places that are like Razorbacks on a one-lane dirt road, thousands of feet down on either side. I met a logging truck up there, logging truck, up there once, coming down as I was going up. I had to back down a long way before the truck could get past me. I never want to do that again. So I only go up to the top of the mountain now and on weekends, or now on weekends, when the logging trucks are not running. But back in the early days of mining up there, the hard rock miners had used steel chisels sledgehammer and black powder to open up the tunnels later it was air compressed drills that made things much easier but they were deadly drilling created clouds of tiny particles of razor sharp silica dust the miners breathed in this dust all day long all day every day 24 7 and it only took a year or so for them to develop Silicosis, I think it's I pronounce. Forgive me if I pronounce that wrong, but silicosis. It's a disease you get from be, being silica. I'm just telling you that. That is what whatever. Anyway, you continue, the drill made mining easier, but thousands and thousands of hard rock miners died from the disease. Then a new drill was invented. It was amazing. It was the water drill. It was such an easy solution. It turned the dust that normally flowed in the air to harmless mud. It changed everything, and it saved the life of so many miners to follow. The design is still being used to this day. The gauge I found up on the mountain was off the very first water drill George Liner invented and put on the market. So when I look at that old recipe gauge on my wall, that is a story it whispers to me. That is its fingerprints. I see the mountain, rugged and wild, smelling of rich earth and pine. I see the gold seam glittering across the cliffside in the slow-rising morning sun. I see the dirty faces of the miners, smell their sweat, feel their inhale as they step out of the earth and into the daylight. I hear them coughing. I am surrounded by their suffering, and I can see the youth and vigor turn frail overnight. I can taste the tears of their widows, and I cry for the silence of their children. I can hear the new water uh, drill screaming against the hard rock. Watch as it gives way, turning into rivers of mud, running past the miners' feet. I see hard men growing old with their families, holding grandchildren on their knee, seeing a better life for them. I know I'm rambling now, but this is what my mind does, as I think all artists' minds do. Inanimate things are anything, but they tell us stories and we hear them because we listen with our eyes, just as we see with our ears, taste with touch, and everything has the scent of inspiration and mystery. So I understand the comfort of home and being around the things that understand you. So that was the message I wrote to him. All right. I was, as I sat down to write it, I gave it no thought. It was just writing a reply to a message that he sent to me and I was happy and excited he was going home. You know, and I was trying to tell him I understood that he was happy and and tell him a story about something silly I had. And as I was writing and started sharing this story, not thinking, poof, something happened. Now, I know it isn't a great piece of writing, but there are moments near the end where I'm talking about the minors that I think have merit that I really like. And that I could, if I wanted, go back and pull those out of that, if I wanted, and use them in something. Because I think there's a really good thought there. This free fall of thought that I went into, the finding of that magic, is why free writing is so valuable. You know, in all honesty, some of the things that I have written that I love the best have come from writing messages to people like the piece of mine, a recording that I am going to start the show with today. I was talking with Michael Todd and he made a comment about seeing the first fly firefly of the season the night before. And what I wrote was just me imagining that and wanting to be there with him to experience that moment, the first firefly. And I just, I, started typing and describing what I was thinking, you know, I, I could see an image in my head. And so I was trying to type what I was saying to him in a message. And he, rec- when I was done and sent that to him, he re- ended up recording it word for word. Everything that I wrote didn't change anything. It's exactly as I wrote it. It was never meant to be a poem ever, but it kind of ended up being one. You know, and it was just from this place of free fall writing. And it's a kind of magic that can happen if you give yourself away to it. If you strip yourself down and just close your eyes and write until you find that sweet spot. We're going to start talking more about this next week for your writing exercise. Okay. So to finish this up, remember as food for our creative souls, We are focusing on reading, reading, reading. If you're not reading more than you are writing, you are doing it backwards. You have to have input in order as our writer's discipline, and discipline means it's something that you have to do. It's something that you should be doing every single day, and it's pretty easy. But this one thing will change your writing, change you, change everything about your writing and your creativity more than anything else if you do this one thing. It's like the movie City Suckers when Billy Crystal holds up his finger. There's one thing. So every day, I want you to write a haiku poem. If you don't like haiku poems, I don't care. Just call it a sentence, a 17-syllable sentence. All right? Get over it and do it. It's a discipline. You have to. This is not a (laughs) debate. So every day, go out and find your haiku poem. A haiku poem is three lines with a 575 syllable count. Every day running from point A to point B, all of your day that you give to somebody else, reclaim 17 syllables worth of time to feed your creative self. Few moments, you give that side of you. Carry a paper and a pencil with you, something to write with. I don't care. Write it down when you think of it. And that's what I mean about giving yourself that time. Stop. Stop running from A to B. Stop doing what someone else says. Stop everything pick up your pen, and write down 17 syllables, and then go. Don't wait and do it later. Part of the importance of this is that pause, that stop, that priority that you're making yourself and your creative side. So every single day, go out and write a haiku poem, and it'll be fun and awesome and wonderful. All right, let's run pumps for you once again very quickly. One, know me as this. Two, sharp as a puff of smoke. Three, shedding skin. Four, surrounded. Five, at first it hurt. Six, she has ocean eyes. Seven, there was that one time. Eight, the wrong side of right. Nine, between every heartbeat. Ten, the pages between I love you and the end. Eleven, how breathing works. Twelve stillness of breeze 13 my utopian planet 14 the color purple and 15 okay so i might have left some things out those are your prompts that is your our edition of this week's inspiration from the inkwell a mini workshop remember if you missed anything you can come back after the show is over and re-listen to the beginning of the archived podcast Now, as I mentioned before, I am going to start the show with the message, email message that I sent to, oh, where did it go? Email message I sent to and then was surprised receiving this in in a message where he recorded it for me. I think that it was a pretty amazing gift him doing that. So this can kind of show you too, you know, if you just let go, and as I started writing I didn't sit there and think about the next thing I was going to write I just closed my eyes and started writing exactly what I was seeing and this is what it is so this is Nyla saw a firefly last night read by Michael Todd here you go
1: Michael saw a firefly last night and it made me wish I was by Nyla Alicia I wish I was sitting there beside you on that porch swing with a thin cotton quilt that isn't needed but vital to the script. And maybe there's some shy tea in a chip china cup resting on a mismatched saucer. I wish I was sitting there holding out-breath hostage because it's as if the act of a single blink might frighten away the moment, unmoving, sitting static in the static hum of a frozen instant, perched like a tiny bird on a most delicate, whispered thin branch on the other side of this magical veil we somehow slipped through. Or were we invited? Maybe the porch swing visit was really an invitation Did I ever tell you fireflies are magic? Fireflies are much more than just fireflies. The world is an altogether different place for people who understand this. I wish I was sitting there inside Rip Van Winkle's timepiece, waiting, waiting waiting to see a second flicker, then a third, a fourth, another, that's the fifth, till suddenly the still life painting in which we found ourselves bound melts to a puddle, a puddle that shatters glass light through the darkness. In this beautiful, magnificent lawlessness, the deeply dark, darkly shadowed horizon of your backyard becomes alive in a resplendent monochromic dance of flickering chaos I wish I was sitting there as the crickets frogs and tiny things we have no name for echo in strange harmony the elation of wonder mystery and delight in my still scarcely breathing it is so beautiful I cannot decide if I like the name Firefly or Lightning Bug better. Both the Lightning. Both are great names. It's so hard to decide. But for now, in this telling, they shall be known as Fireflies because that is what you called them. I wish I was sitting there with you in that shimmering gloaming, as the separating space between port swing and universe blurs, fades, and to move beyond the dissolving rules of time and other insignificant things like well, all the things, everything, all important is really not, and then to get lost there in the sylvan ether of what is a Tennessee even, even fall in early spring. Drinking tea and counting stars, counting all the stars, starting with the one resting on the porch swing beside you. I wish I was there watching the moment of an as we follow in wildly fervor somewhere uncharted, beyond the porch light,
2: and into the good
1: night.
0: Michael Todd with Microsoft Firefly last night. Um, I think we had some issues with the audio on that one. I'm not sure if it was coming through clear for you. Um, it was very weird and alien sounding to me. So hopefully hopefully you guys heard a better version of it than what I was hearing. Um, comments was hard to hear over the music. Yeah, I don't know what happened. But Michael did an amazing job on that. I appreciate it. It was a beautiful, beautiful gift. And um again, something that was never meant to a poem as to be a poem, but that I just sat down and started following a thought, replying in a message to him. So these are the things that can happen when you allow yourself to just let go. My task for you guys this week, is to, this week is to really embrace that thought, to explore it, starting with the exercise that I gave you. Um, what was it, Prince? What was I? Can't remember the exact word, the exact sentence. Uh, well, we're just gonna tend like I remember it was the line Robbie gave you. Anyway, I think of Prince when I think of purple and then just keep writing. So maybe start with that with your journal assignment and just do some free writing and see where it goes. See what you find. done. start writing a story about something. It doesn't matter. Just write and keep writing and keep writing. Don't worry about where it goes. Just follow it. All right, so that's it for our inspiration from the Inkwell. Thank you guys for listening to that and for letting me play that recording. Now it is time to find out what comes next. It's you. You and you and nobody else but you. Okay, anyway, so again, the number, if you would like to call in tonight and read and share, is 646-595-3965. That's 646 595 if you are on hold, this is what you can expect tonight. We do take callers in the order that you call in. So listen for your telephone area code. When I bring you on, please make sure that you introduce yourself. It's very, very important that your name is attached to your work and that people know who is reading. You can read two poems. We've got quite a lineup on the phones right now, so. If uh, you can read two normal-length poems or one long poem, okay? When you are done reading, make sure that you give out your URL. You want to make sure that people know how to come find you. And remember, please, that we have a mature rating on the show. That means no bumping body parts, no tab A and a slot B. Other than that, you guys are good to go. I'm going to go ahead and give the first three callers so you kind of have a heads up on where you are. We have area code 702 followed by 731 and then 850. After 850, we have Mama, which is 216, but her call dropped, so I want to let her know that she did not lose her place in line. So we've got you, Mama. You'll be on after 850, as long as I don't forget. Okay, let's grab Jimmy. Area code seven hundred two. You are on the air. That's my drum roll. <laughs> are you with me, Jimmy? I am. Welcome, I think I was paying sir. more
3: attention to the chat than you, so I wasn't even ready ready for you. Um, hey, what's going wow, wow, on? Wow! Nothing wow! To, uh, what, what,
0: no, what, wow! No! Well, wow! Wait! What? What did you just say?
3: Uh, I said I was paying so much attention to you that I got caught up in your voice and didn't realize you had uh, got me on. Okay, that's right. You said awesome.
2: <laughs> See, you always got to have a snap um, to come
3: back. Good. Ray Davis here in sunny Las Vegas. We have a beautiful orange <laughs> sherbet sky right now going down. Beautiful. I wish I could send you a picture next time. So,
0: um, Nyla, tell me more. Of <laughs> Tell you more what?
4: You know, uh, it was just such a the the I was getting really
3: engrossed in that story you told. You know, the miners and then the, they're breathing that stuff in. Mhm. Yeah, I was like waiting for this big felt, climatic but like finish, but I think you're saving that.
0: Wow. My house is being possessed right now.
2: Okay, so
0: I'm hearing voices. I guess totally threw me off. It's like there's a, a, a Echo Siri thing talking to me. And I'm sorry. Oh,
3: that's on your end. Just, I don't have Siri. No, it's on, it's, on,
0: it's, on, it's on my end. It just freaked okay. me out, though. Okay. I kicked her off. All right, so I'm glad you liked my story. I had fun writing it.
3: I did. Free writing is awesome. Uh, It is. It really is. Uh, Okay, so after a discombobulated start there, I'm finally in my den. (laughs) So, uh, always great to be here, Nyla. Uh, You know, we talk about the – I didn't get to send you the pieces. Well, we got a lot of folks in the chat. That's great. Good stuff right there. So, um, Abattoir. Let's talk Abattoir. Old Bill. Old Bill. Are you going to do, Bill. you're
0: doing a new average plot tonight, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do that right now. Um, but, uh, old Bill, there's been a lot of speculation and I know you're, you're wondering as is everybody who's following this, the story that that would be you and four others. Um, <laughs> and it, Hey, you know, you got to You start small, right? Little mountains are not built immediately. I mean, they have to form, um, so, old Bill, uh, that's, I think, the crux of the story. Is he evil? Is he, you know, obviously, we you know, he's trying for redemption now, but is that kind of like an afterthought? You know, like the atheist that all of a sudden is on his deathbed going, God, dear God.
2: Oh, my God. I'm sorry I didn't and, believe in you, Jesus. Come
0: yeah. and And
3: God's like, oh, oh, now? Now, huh? Now
0: come um,
3: <laughs> So, me. Uh, so I wrote this uh, the other day. <laughs> to further the story, we had some stuff go on recently. We had a mysterious character named Lynn. We had these L names going. We we, we heard about Lisa, which was Old Bill's younger sister uh, who died in the fire uh, with the rest of his family uh, when he was a kid. And then um, recently also Leslie. That was the last piece. And that was the other runaway girl that disappeared before Lenore. So just to bring you up to speed. So, Nyla, this one is titled 23. The man in black stands on a hill looking down at the abattoir. He's called Old Bill by name. Redemption is game. Ready to save a soul. Break a law. Thus far, he's brought 23 here to this evil place to face madness in the eye to save the girl of prophecy no time to take a breath to save her whom he led to certain death not Leslie poor girl was never found on the abattoir grounds of course they never found Lenore either Lenore Always, Lenore. He cannot erase the innocence of her face. As birds will still fly, he has a showdown coming with Lorelei. He thinks of the gruesome fate befalling those evil men. He confirmed their demise just as surely as days of the week. All except for Deke. Oh, he saw his body, clothed as that vile thug, face down in acidic sting, but, but, the ring. Deke's prized tiger ring, not present. Old Bill's thoughts are lost, yet he knew Deke never, ever took it off. He's out there, thought Bill, free to commit more atrocities. Mm, this cannot be. Old Bill would have to end him, make him pay, ensure he dies. Yet could he convince Lorelei? Twenty-three brave... Poor foolhardy souls failed to retrieve Lenore's charm from her skeletal arm in the muck pond near the gruel tree. For he couldn't do it himself. Lord knows he tried. Her remains but glimpsed briefly before blackness came to his eyes, retreating as the memories rushed forth. Poor sweet, innocent Lenore. Bill kneels to the dirt and cries until it hurts, crushed at his very core. He would gladly take his own life, but there's so much to do. He must be strong, right all his wrongs, follow his legacy, crooked yet true. He must defeat the lie. He owes that much to Lorelai. Ah, uh, but first, he must seek to find the evil named Deke and end him evermore. For Lenore, Twenty-three, twenty-three fools, I will not beckon more. Yet I will save the soul of Lenore. And peace.
0: Oh, my gosh. My heart is just beating so fast and racing. Well. That was amazing.
3: Thank you. Thank you. This one is going to have a really big, massive twist at the end. That's all I can tell you. It's all planned out. It just has to be written still. Um, But shifting gears, Nyla, your favorite of all three of the sagas that I'm working on is... Drum roll. You, that's that's your cue to say Wildwood. the name of the show.
2: Wildwood. There it is. Wildwood. All right.
3: Um, yes, Wildwood. Um, as many do not know, Wildwood, like Abattoir and Sideshow uh, Tales, or the first Sideshow poem, were all written in 2006 on MySpace at the heart and height of, of what we had there and um, with never a thought to making to extending them out and it's been really fun this last year working on all three simultaneously um, I say that only slightly sarcastically because sometimes it's really a challenge I'm bouncing back between stories because I'm trying to further them and advance them together so they can reach their conclusion <clears throat> hopefully around the same time um, And Wildwood, you remember, had an addendum added to it. A certain character. Mm
5: Mm-hmm.
3: That would be you. or not? That would be Spirit Wild. I can't say you because Mm -hmm. in in a work of fiction, we have to use fictional people. Um, So the character might have shared a handle with you and many other things, like having a radio show where people call in and (laughs) some other things. But... Um, And she is spirit wild But She will be coming back to the wild soon But not in the piece tonight Um, And just for the sake of Argument she will not be When I finally do reveal her name It will not be Nyla It will be Natalie So still another end name (laughs) I know you're excited We we know it we know oh who inspired the character. <laughs> so, um, so you remember the last two were, uh, we're on the road trip, trip phase where everybody has already had the dream, they've had the vision, they know they're coming back, all the characters. Some of the characters, we don't know are, if are making it um, like we heard, there, oh, there was only one butcher brother uh, based on what the surviving, if that's what happened, uh, brother said he lost his brother to the dark. Who knows what that means? You'll find out. Um, But so far, we've brought back Debbie, good old Debbie, and uh, Marvin. And this time, we're going to bring back the man with no name. Uh, Do you remember his name, though? We revealed it.
0: Don't put (laughs) me on the spot like that. I'm old.
3: It's okay. Okay. Frank. He revealed his his name is Frank. But he was the man with no name in the original poem because he was the guy hiding in the attic. Nobody really knew he was there or he thought nobody knew he was there. So this one is Road Trip part of the Wildwood series. Looks like the man with no name is going to roll the dice and play the Wildwood game. Frank here, riding a ghost train from Ashburg. Absurd how this nightmare is playing out. No doubt, things are not going to end well. Riding a train, if you can believe it. Last one operational for miles. No one else is aboard. No family hugs or passenger smiles. Man, I love a train. Insane how what was once a revolutionary marvel is now too big, too costly, too slow. Not a viable travel option, if you didn't know. Me... I love the lazy journey, seeing a countryside not viewable to the highway, hit the bar car for a brew, in my way. I wrote this, uh, <laughs> I wrote this stupid little poem, violets are purple, my heart is blue, I have a feeling that we're all screwed. Ah, fuck, pretty bad, I'm sure, never was good with words. As we roll through Carbondale, no stops in this small burg. I wonder what awaits me when this shit all goes down. When we have to answer to that motherfucking clown. I feel okay, though, that my blood will not be spilling. As I indicated before, Charlie did all the killing. I paid my debt to society, and now I'm free. Still, the wildwood scares the hell out of me. I'll be ready to run. Clowns are unpredictable, so I'm bringing my gun. (laughs) Remember I hid out in the attic back then. Never a peep or shout. I wonder if any of those stooges will remember me. Well,
0: I guess I'm about to find out. In peace. Wow. All right, so now there's a gun in play.
2: Well, I He's mean...
0: Creepy. He's like creepy. I don't like him. He's it, creepy.
3: Well, I mean, he told you Charlie did all the killing, right? I mean, you believe him, don't you?
0: I don't believe him. I don't believe him as far as I could throw him. And I'm just a little girl well, in that poem.
3: <laughs> yeah, but you're not going to be a little girl coming back to it. Um, some years have passed, but you will be younger it's than... I'm
0: only 5'1". I'm still a little girl. <laughs>
3: Well, you still got to face the clown, Nyla. And uh, there's another character bringing a gun back, if you remember one of the earlier poems, and that would be one of the Butcher brothers, who was revealed their last name is actually Buford, which they cannot stand. Uh, Myron Buford, he's bringing his iron as well. Um, so it sounds to me like there's going to be a whole lot of fireworks at the Wildwood Motel when they all get back
2: there.
0: So are you going to blow it up with the box of fireworks the whole hotel? Is that what you're telling me? No, but no,
3: but that would be Would have been a terrible giveaway right there, wouldn't it? If I actually did that, it'd be like, oh man, here he goes,
2: gonna do that. Anyway, you let it <laughs> step. I did, I'm so glad I you did. read
0: that. I'm so excited about these poems you're doing. I mean, beyond any words I could imagine expressing excited.
6: Well,
3: you're you know you're invested in in the story, and that's and that's cool. And it is something that I think is um, it's not you know, obviously it's not the first time, I don't think, but telling a full story, not necessarily novel length, but a large, long story through an intricate series of poems being each, po- you know, a poetic chapters uh, to fill the story. And I think it's pretty cool. It's a lot of fun to work with um, that format. And, um, yeah, it's cool. We're going to bring the rest of them back soon. And, of course, they'll be read right here on the Speakeasy First.
0: I appreciate that, because
3: Absolutely. I want to now, know the I, rest of the story. Oh, you're going to find out. And on that note, we're going to make way. we got some folks on the line, I'm sure. Uh, I am Jimmy Ray Davis, the Word Machinist. You can find me on TikTok under uh, the name Word Machinist. And my I'm also on Instagram, but I'm not currently posting too much there. And uh, Jimmy Ray Davis Poetry is my poetry page on Facebook. hello, oh, thank you so much.
0: Thank you, Jimmy. You did awesome. I love the poems.
3: Oh, I appreciate it, Nila. You have a good night.
0: Love you. We'll talk to you next week. Right. Love you. Okay. Our next caller comes from area code 731, my firefly from Tennessee.
1: Did I ever tell you I really like fireflies? I really like tea. <laughs> You too. You said I didn't change anything you wrote, but I left that line out at the end. Now I've got to re-record the whole thing. Besides, I had the music too hot. It spiked on me. I, I got careless. I'll do it again. <laughs> I'll do it better than I did the first time. Hey, is Rich I on love the line it tonight? so
0: much. He is, is not Rich on the line. line his, his, call, his call keeps dropping, so he's actually in the queue right after you, and I'm going to try dialing him. From the studio to see if we can get him on.
1: Well, that's that's fine. I know he's in the game, Because uh, I had a poem I wrote that I wanted to read for him, and we keep missing each other. So
0: well, he's in the chat room. He's listening. He's listening to the show. Um, but and he's going to be on right after you, but he's not on the line right now. So he
1: is. That's listening. fine. That's fine. Nothing else. he might say, "Hey, Rich, Mike read a poem for you. And he check it out in the archives." It's one I wrote a year ago close to two years ago, but it was uh it was a riff on a blog. And this is like a different type blogger, you know, not poetry writers and whatever um, it's just blogger you know and uh and, and I just I just threw something out there. I bet I call it Crowley's Ridge. <clears throat> Crowley's Ridge by Michael Todd. Where one river goes, another follows in tandem or to overtake. Soon this river overflows, status quo's overdue to overtake. Look for pyramids in old Egypt, they're based. As for the Sphinx, no longer in their faces. Memphis on the Nile has moved to the Delta. Under the Mississippi Bridge, float in reverse for a while, but not as far as Cairo, in the shadow of Crowley's Ridge. In peace.
0: Wow, Michael, that was beautiful. Do you remember?
1: Do you remember in uh, the eight-part series that I wrote the story about you and Lisa and y'all's adventures? We well, ended up in Memphis. You ended up I, in I
2: Memphis
0: at the Barbecue.
1: Yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah, you had tea. I got you T-shirts uh, mm-hmm. from the Frog Cafe. And uh, anyway, early in that story, you and Lisa were escorted by Jay, and y'all went to Real Foot Lake to take pictures of the Eagles. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Real Foot Lake was formed. By an earthquake, an earthquake so deep and so hard up near Union City, Tennessee, that the Mississippi River flowed backwards for two days to fill in the hole. I was just there the other day. Anyway, that's kind of what that's about. So, so that, that'll let Rich know if he's listening to it. It's it's in the Memphis area, but I'm sure he knows the tale of Real Foot. Sure, he does. Oh, Make I'm sure he does too. That would be, that would be he's incredible. Got a, he's got a picture on his Facebook page of barge pushing. Uh, the two barges being pushed in tandem by a tugboat is what I believe I'm looking at. And every time I glance at that, I, I think he's he's got tennis courts on the water. It freaks me out. So I love it. <laughs> the ball goes over the edge, you know. Gone. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> so there. By the way, Casey, my name is I'm, I'm trying to tell people who I am. I'm Michael Todd, DJ Mike in the Boombox, Box, my space guy. And, uh, and I live in West Tennessee. That's why I talk about Memphis and stuff so much, because it's what I know. However, tonight I'm going to venture out to uh, read a poem from a friend of mine, and she, she hails from Hungary. I mean, she lives in Hungary. I sent it to you if you want to read along. Her name I love that you sent it to
0: me so I can read along.
1: Well, good. Good. Her name is Renata Chashur. N-A-T-A-D-S-A-S-Z-A-R. And she has a Facebook page where she posts her poetry, some are in English, some are in her native language they to me. This one, fortunately, was in English right off the bat, so I didn't have to transpose it. But her Facebook page is www.facebook.com slash R-E-N-A-T-A-C-S-A-S-Z-A-R. Go check her out. She's Hi. a blast. And she's I am. Really, she's a really, really, really fun person, a great person. I love her, love her. We've been in Facebook friends for quite a while. I, I don't pester her. She's really busy. She's got boo friends, And uh anyway. This poem she did the posted other. Posted
0: her link it posted her link into the chat room for you.
1: Thank you, thank you. That poem that she posted the, the other night called In the Window of the Drunken Boat. Now this has nothing to do with drunken boat from the poem from Paris, France. Totally different thing, okay? You can go study that until you're blue and face. It has nothing to do with this,
2: okay? My
1: perception, and I could ask her, and I may eventually ask her, but I haven't, of what a drunken boat is. I perceive her drunken boat in this form to be a boat that has gotten caught up in a series of caves. Okay? Okay. Talk about a maze. Okay. I'm going to read it now. I'm going to go... Extra slow so I don't miss any beats. In the Window of the Drunken Boat by Renata Cheshire. Is it the reflection of light or of the water or of the land nest of an eternal travel in a whim of a map that makes this boat float? Float in silence, float in time, making the drunken thoughts shiver in a caught in the air sigh that has been green for a while. Stranger in a blue world, then yellow flowers grew with the power of a new bird that never lands. As if the questions were always the same, but the answers were different ones. Tiny yellow flowers that need to be raised as stars, since the oceans and the seas are blue. Eternally engaged to the land and the rivers. Oh, the rivers waving to the trees on the bank to become a note a note in the sand, or a note of a cloud that floats in the window of the drunken boat in poem.
0: That is amazing. I'm going to have to check her out for sure. I absolutely love that you bring and introduce us to new poets like this. Pretty awesome of you to do that. Absolutely love, absolutely love this poem. And I'm really glad you sent it to me so I could read along. That helps me so much. Amazing. Tell her I loved it.
2: Did she know will. you read it
0: tonight? You,
1: I asked her if I could read it to some friends, and I just <laughs> We're
0: friends. You did. We
1: are. I just didn't tell her it tell was her. A, a whole lot of a lot of friends. So. <laughs>
0: like the whole world. Let her know we loved it, okay?
1: I will. I'll send her the link happily. Again, her Facebook page is www.facebook.com slash R-E-N-A-T-A-S-C-A-S-Z-A-R, and that's Renata Jasur. And I'm not giving you my links tonight. We're only doing we're only giving her links tonight. Let's not confuse the issue.
0: I know. You have me trained well. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: All right, sweetheart. Thank you so much. Beautiful, beautiful reads.
1: Okey-pokey. Good night.
0: Good night, baby. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. All righty. So we are going to go ahead and try to... Dial out to Rich. See if we can get him online. Call failed or was not answered. All right, let's see if I need to change the way I'm dialing it. Let's try this. dialing out thing is not working okay so it's not going to let me dial out to you (laughs) that's no good if you want to try I'm going to watch the uh, watch the board if you want to try calling back in when you can rich see if you can get through I'll pick you up immediately so that you don't have to wait you don't lose your place in line. And uh we can get you on. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and go to my board is acting really dumb. We're gonna go ahead and get to our next caller while we watch to see if Rich calls in and that comes from area code four one nine. Four one nine, you are on the air. Ah, uh,
7: my Lila, my Lila, my Lila.
0: <laughs> hey, sweetheart.
7: It is always such a lovely, lovely thing when I can hear your voice at the other end here.
0: Aw, oh, you're so sweet.
7: Um, you actually get some fresh ink. Like I just finished writing this before the little voice said four one nine, or you are muted or whatever unmuted. Unmuted. Yeah, I just dropped the pen. Like it's it's done, finished.
0: I cannot wait to hear it. It's called
7: fathers. I've been having a real struggle as a father lately. Um, mostly internal things, like am I doing the right thing? Because you know, my son is like he's uh, he's got a lot going on with him right now. My youngest son, and I'm the one at home taking care of him and stuff, and and it's been a battle. Um, so that that kind of inspired this here. The devil picked me when I was just a seed and led me down paths of destruction. But you see, there's no point in fingers on the Choices that I made were mine because at the time in life, that devil was me. Then as I became a young man, my father, that creator, he put his sights on me and all my past sins that I thought followed unanswered prayers made newfound sense to me. And he told that devil, not today, you beast, but this one here is now with me. Self-talk to how yourself truly helps. A baptismal feeling washed over me, not religious though. Now, this was worse, Or this was something different. It's sort of hard to explain. Hold on. Let me try to explain. And then in an instant, there was a whisper, perhaps an angel. She said, your son is finally here. Thank you, nurse. Fear washed over me, I shivered uncontrollably with anxiety, fear of failure, fear of not showing up, fear of the fear itself. How will I teach him? And what if what I try to teach him isn't right? What if I fail him and I I never, ever fear it's full of dangers? What if maybe that's why my father wasn't there? I get it. But in your absence, that has taught me something, that when my time comes for fatherhood, I will do the opposite. I will be there. She handled me this bundle, this piece of me so pure.
8: Breathe.
7: <sighs> Father, I never really had one, so I have to create my own example, just reach back into the past where the darkness started and try to recognize where I first needed guidance of a masculine entity to show me what it meant to grow from boy to man so I can pass on what I learned one day down to my own son boy you ain't never gonna get the nutrients you need to grow if you keep refusing the food I try feeding you you see it's wisdom passed down from the elders and I try to present it to you gracefully but your hard head sends me into anger sorry sorry hold on Let me take a pause, take a breath. (sighs) Let me control myself. Because that's something I'm currently trying to teach you. You see, you're a piece of me. You see, I know your potential. You were made partially in my image, so I know what I gave to you. Well, this is more of that. Let the teaching persist and continue. Please just grasp what I give to you and etch it in memory one day, perhaps, when you're raising your own voice to men. Let it be my love and my voice of wisdom when you're lost in fatherhood. Let it be my greatest gift to you, speak to you once again. This is why I do this. Again, this isn't poetry for me, but simple guidance and lessons for young men growing in a world turning more and more cold and detached. Keep your respect about you. Don't ever lose sight of what it means to do the right thing, even in the face of adversity. And there will be some because times are worsening. Don't lose your humanity in the times to come. Your struggle will be greater than mine, and I'm sorry for that. We've failed as a whole way back in the past, but kept that cycle going full speed ahead, and now you are expected to clean up our ancient mess with a rapid coming future that would rather you forget. Peace. Damn. Rebel,
1: that
0: was a powerhouse of a poem. Thank you. Fresh off the grill.
7: Fresh off the grill. You hear it at
0: first. <laughs> it's because we're special here. We get the good stuff.
7: I mean, I hadn't even heard it first. Like, that was the first time I read it. Because I had just finished <laughs> Every, it. That was, 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 was a crazy experience, everybody,
2: actually.
0: Everybody else gets our sloppy seconds, right?
2: Yeah
7: (laughs) I'm only going to do the one piece Because I felt like that was kind of long You can find me here as of lately Nowhere else on social media I'm really busy with school I'm busy taking care of my son um, And I'm homeschooling him full time too So um, I don't have time for social media So you can find me here thursday nights with nyla i would have been here last week but i couldn't get in
0: well nobody could i ended up talking for like a little over two hours and then had to call it because that was just too much of me so oh, yeah to listen to the last week's <laughs> podcast it's just me bullshitting because we had no lines coming in at all nobody could get down the oh door. it sucked
7: <laughs> every time i press dial the number it would just hang up instantly i was like what the hell man
0: <laughs> I know it was horrible. It was terrifying, but I'm glad you did this week. So I missed you, but I I
7: had to come back. Kind of tough this week. I missed my Nyla last week, so
0: it was absolutely incredible piece. Thank you so much, darling. I'm so glad you were here.
7: Thank you. I'm glad to be here, and thank you for what you give us, poets. Um, And thank thank you you for waking waking up up today. today. Thank Sometimes. you for waking up. Today. I will have those shoes made one day. That will be a reality. I, I want to get a, you I wanna get if a you thank buy you for yourself, waking up today quote um, line.
0: If you buy a pair of white tennis shoes that fit you and mail those to me, I will paint them for you.
7: I sure will. I mm-hmm. most certainly will. I will I, go buy shoes I will shoes paint. Tomorrow.
0: I will I will hand-paint you a set of tennis shoes that say that. They won't match those ones because I won't plagiarize someone's design, but I no, will no, make you was, a thank you for
2: waking up today. shoes. That was
7: AI-generated. That that's a pipe dream through AI-generated, genera- but um, oh, those I were want yours. to make that a reality. Okay. Okay.
0: Well, I will yeah, paint you tennis shoes to that you to me.
7: Absolutely. <laughs> well, thank <laughs> you, Nyla. We'll I love you. you. I love being here with you. Um, uh, you, nobody's going to find me anywhere else but here on Thursday nights until things clear up on my my own life. Um, so that's where you guys can find me.
0: We love that you're here. Thank you so much for making time for a sweetheart. And give yourself you. a hug for me and give your son a hug.
7: Yes, ma'am. Bye, Nyla. All right,
0: baby. We'll talk to you soon. Yes, ma'am. All right. So let's go ahead and grab Rich. We have him at eight five zero. Are you with us, darling? Hey, I'm with you. Um, you want to pass pass me up
4: one and come back? I'm about to go down through the uh, bridges in Cairo, Illinois. Uh,
2: All right, I'll wanna, come back and get you. Uh, want and come back to
4: me. Uh
0: huh. We'll be right back with you, honey. Thank you,
2: ma'am.
0: Okay, so let's go ahead and grab two one six, my beautiful mama cakes. Two one six, are you with me?
6: Yes, I am, my darling.
0: Hey, Mommy. How are you?
6: I'm barely
0: here, but I'm here.
6: Oh, you just don't know. I got 70% blockage in my arteries, 70%. I'm barely. Why? Because I trying to eat healthy, and I found this coconut cream Frozen dessert, or something like an ice cream, that when you eat it, you close your eyes and say, "Oh Lord, thank you." I think this must be a sin. It's called so delicious, and just by me being alone and waiting for my granddaughter's body to come back, and it's not back yet, and the stress, I kind of gouged on it. I just kept like two or three um, pints in the fridge at all times, thinking I was doing something healthy for myself. And lo and behold, I Googled it after I came from the emergency room. So what am I doing different in my diet? And I Googled coconut cream. I mean, Google, so delicious the name of the product. I just Googled coconut cream and then put slash cholesterol. And Google said you're only supposed to eat like a small amount, and even a small amount is dangerous because it will promote Heart failure and strokes. So when I went to the emergency room, they kept saying they found some activity in my brain. They would never say the word stroke. But then when the report came back, it's um seventy percent blockage in my arteries going up my neck into my brain. The blood is not going up there. So I'm just totally devastated. Here I'm thinking I'm having something, some comfort food, and it's nothing but. Uh, death food. I <laughs> mean, mm. so I'm here. I'm still waiting on my granddaughter. I think she's on the way back. Then,
2: um,
0: I am. I'm calling you yeah. tomorrow morning, okay?
6: hmm okay.
2: Okay. okay, so
6: I'm going to, since this is Black History Month, it's at the end. I'm going to read from Paul Lawrence Dunbar, as you already know, and most of you, everybody that knows me and your uh, audience know that I love Paul Lawrence Dunbar. He's my mentor. And I'm going to read something from him. And he was the first black poet laureate in the United States of America. And the name of this piece is called The Seedling. As a quiet little seedling lay within the darksome bed, to itself it felt a talking. And this is what it said. I am not so very robust, but I'll do the best I can. And the seedling, from that moment, its work of life began. So it pushed a little leaflet up into the light of day. To examine the surroundings and to show the rest the way, the leaflet liked the pro- the leaflet liked the prospect. So it called his brothers. Stem. Then two other leaflets heard it and quickly followed them. To be sure, the haste and hurry made the seedling sweat and pant. But almost before it knew it, it found itself a plant. The sunshine poured upon it, and the clouds gave a shower. And the little plant kept growing till it found itself a flower. Little folks, we like the seedlings. Always do the best you can. Every child must share life's labor just as well as every man. And the sun and showers will help you. Through the lonesome, struggled hours, till you raise to light and beauty, virtues, virtue, fair fading flowers, the ceilings by Pauline Thumbarra.
0: He is amazing.
6: Yes, anybody that could take a write a poem about a sea. It's amazing, <laughs>
0: right? Right. Yeah.
2: But just
0: the whole, yeah, that was absolutely incredible. I love him so much. You know, I love him because he was like, you know, he was he was like twins. You know, he had two distinct sides from him. One that he, the world made him walk, and the other one of who he really was. And you know, he just, he was a huge talent. Absolutely love that man.
6: Okay. Great
0: so job, on
6: Thank you. I'm gonna read one more by him. So I'm giving him his two, and then I'll read one by my about my by myself. Unless you want me just to read another one that I wrote would like to read one more by him, though. It's up to you. Okay.
0: Go ahead. Are they shorter?
6: Well, <laughs> but, but the one, that one I just did was short, but this one is a little longer, but I don't have to do this one. It, I can go and do one of my own by this. I, people get more out of this one. Um, it's called Lyric. So we've, got, it's called, we've got a it's,
0: lot of calls online still, so I we may have to, to only a, let you do okay. one, Mama. Okay,
6: one is good, then. So I'll do one more here. you probably heard mine already before anyway. It's called Air Sweet Come Down to Soothe the Weary Eyes by Paul O'Neill Stunbar from the book Lyrics of a Lonely Life. Air Sweet comes down to soothe the weary eyes which all the day with ceaseless care have sought. The magic gold from the seeker flies. Their dreams put on the gown and cap of thought. And the make-awakening world a world of lies. Of lies most palatable, uncouth forlorn. That say life's full of aches and tears and sighs. Oh, how with more than dreams the soul is torn. Ere sleep comes down to soothe the weary eye. Their sleep comes down to soothe the weary eyes. How all the griefs and heartaches we have known come up like poisonous vapors that arise from some base witch's cauldron, when the crone, to work some potent spell, her magic prize, the past which held a share of bitter pain, whose ghosts we prayed that time might exercise comes up and lived and suffered o'er again, ere sleep comes down to soothe the weary eyes. Ere sleep comes down to soothe the weary eyes, what phantom fills the dimly litted room, what ghostly shades in all creating gloom and all in and all creating guise, are bodied forth within the deeming gloom where echoes faint of sad and soul-sick cries and pangs of vague, inexplicable pain that pay the spirit's ceaseless enterprise come thronging through the chambers of the brain ere sleep comes down to soothe the weary eyes. ere sleep comes down to soothe the weary eyes, where ranges forth the spirit far and free. Through what strange realms and unfamiliar skies tends her far course to lands of mystery, to lands unspeakable beyond surmise, where shapes unknowable to being spring, till faint of wings the fancy fails and dies, much wearied with the spirit's journeying, ere sleep comes down to soothe the weary eye. Ere sleep comes down to soothe the weary eyes, how questioneth the soul that other soul, the inner sense which neither keeps nor lies, but self exposes unto self a scroll, full writ with all life's acts, unwise or wise, and characters indelible and known, so trembling with the shock of sad surprise. The soul thus view its awful self alone. Ere sleep comes down to soothe the weary eyes. When sleep comes down to seal the weary eyes, the last dear sleep whose self-embrace is balm. And whom sad sorrow teaches us to prize, but kissing all our passions into calm. Ah, then, no more we heed the sad world's cries or seek to probe the eternal mystery or fret our souls at long withheld replies at glooms through which our visions cannot see when sleep comes down to seal the weary eye. Poem. Oh.
0: Incredible! I am so, so glad You shared him
6: Thank you I love you I'll talk to you later. I love you
0: too Alright, do you want to tell everyone how to find you?
6: Well, my Facebook page has been hatched So my new name is Nikki Tanya Kilgo And now I'm a white girl with green eyes And uh, you can find me on Facebook
0: So funny looking at that picture.
6: <laughs> but under my uh, Vicky Aqua, my secondary page, you might be able to still find me there. Just make sure I don't look like the one on the other Vicky Aqua page, and that probably would be me. All right. If they haven't found me right, in the want- fourteen years, if they haven't found me in the fourteen years we've been together, they probably that not will support me anyway. So <laughs> they'll just say. They want to right, find I'm me calling
0: nearby. you in the morning, Mom. I'm calling right, you in the morning, okay? okay? All right. I love you. Love you too. Oh. All right. So let's go ahead and grab Rich again. See if he's ready for us. 850, are you good um, to go? I'm about as good as I'm going to
4: get. How are you doing?
0: Wonderful. I'm so glad you were able to get on, baby.
4: Yes. Yeah. I don't know the phone signals hit or miss up here. It was hard to, it was hard to, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't maintain a signal when I'm, uh,
2: when I'm driving at night, I can't
4: check the chat very much. Cause I'm, I'm in my night vision up here and I can't, that, that screen won't, uh, I can't darken that screen and it blinds me so uh am trying to stay stay on top of what was going on but uh hello everybody some great reads so far jimmy and love the poem by michael from michael uh the closest i get to real foot lake is uh well last trip i got off the boat in new Madrid, missouri and uh think as the crow flies, that's like right across the river from it, if I remember right. But, uh, anyway, uh, Ms. Nala, how are you doing?
0: I am doing absolutely wonderful. I'm just glad I get to hear you.
4: Well, I appreciate it. Uh, timing hasn't been my friend here lately. But, uh, I know you got a lot online tonight. And the, uh... The yeah. first one I wanted to do uh, one a few days ago that, uh, I, I heard a phrase, which typically what it is, it's usually a line somewhere that kind of, uh, I hear it and it triggers something in me and it kind of becomes a prompt and away I go and, uh, Someone, uh, I'm trying to remember now. uh, The name of the poem, and the the name of the poem is "Tuition of Life." And I think they actually, uh, I think the phrase they actually said was "tuition for life" or something like that. But uh, it just kind of triggered something in me. So this is tuition of life. Light swells behind gunsmoke clouds, and I'm gripping my pen like it's grandpa's old 38. Tears never shown, her tuition of life, it seems, and objective respectability is lost on a heart continually prying at the bars of its cage. The past returns to knock me sideways, and I'm sure I'll bore the moon with my questions until her pewter glow gently chides me to go find my own way in the world in peace that was
9: uh incredible i huh, love that you, one ma'am. so much
4: thank you ma'am and are you reading too hang on one uh if you want to give me one second i got to work here for a second gary bright Southbound, just cleared i see railroad bridge gary bright But uh Anyway, uh, this is in my latest book. I just grabbed it earlier and opened it to a page, and I said, this one will work. (laughs)
2: So,
4: this is called Poetry to You. I'm a fish on a hook, starved for sunshine and out of repair, dancing in shadows untamed and exhausted by the artificial. Summer ghosts in their sweet horror push me back down, answering the call of this chaotic tongue. Silent grief competes with my dreams and lies I tell myself, but maybe it will sound like poetry to you. In peace.
0: It most definitely sounds like poetry to me. Uh, thank you, ma'am.
2: <laughs>
0: all right. Tell everyone how to find your sweetheart.
4: All uh, right. Yes. Uh, the, all my social media is Dead Society Poet. And uh, I am uh, most active on Instagram. Uh, but TikTok and Facebook and uh, those are there, too. uh, Pretty much those three Threads is stupid I'm still trying to figure out Why anyone is on threads But I'm there as well And uh, anyway uh, Y'all have a great night And I'm looking forward to hearing everybody Hopefully my signal will hold out Where I can play the show But uh, y'all have a good one And I appreciate it
0: Thank you Rich Appreciate you being here It was great to hear you We'll talk to you next week.
4: Thank you, ma'am. I appreciate
0: you. All right. Okay. Our next caller comes from... I'm going to go ahead and give the next three callers. We have area code 219 followed by a Skype caller, which may be Jade Mist. It could be Robbie. I have no clue. We have two of you on tonight, so we'll just have to figure out who they are. It's It's like mystery meeting in the stew. And then that will be followed by 240. So 219, you are on the air. Hey, so, how are
10: you doing? This is Brother O speaking. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing wonderful, sweetheart. How are you? I'm doing good. We cannot wait to see what you brought for us tonight. Go ahead and start when you're ready.
10: It's this poem is called, Thank God for your family and your crazy relatives. We don't have the power to choose our families or who our relatives are. I encourage you, I encourage all of you who are either listening to this poem right now to thank God for your family, especially those crazy brothers of yours. Yes, we all have family members who are too <laughs> Those who have everyone left by telling their funniest jokes. Those who pissed off with their foolish and childish behaviors. Those who act crazy when they had too many drinks. Those who always cause trauma and get in trouble everywhere they go. And those who even got a few screws loose in their heads. Thank God for your family, especially crazy lovers. We all have turn up a party with their incredible skills on the dance floor. Who is a master cook in the kitchen and can throw down the barbecue grill. Who have fun playing card games and dominoes. Who are skilled entertainers who so are very smart and intelligent. And who just want to sit back and chill and keep to themselves. Thank God for your family, that's your crazy brothers. Yes, we all have family members who love to smoke cigarettes, cigars, and weed. We all got family members who love to get drunk and have to fool. We all got family members who are the priests of the week. We all got family members who love to instigate arguments and add in and egg once in a while. And we all got family members who love to feed off of us by getting things for free. Are very unappreciative of everything that people have done for them? Thank God for your family, especially your crazy brothers. Yes, we all have family members who are struggling with sickness and are suffering chronic medical conditions. Family members with mental health issues. Family members who have children to live with alternative lifestyles. And family members who have children to keep their distance and stay away from family functions. Thank God for your family, especially your crazy brothers. No family is perfect since there are no perfect people. We all have flaws, shortcomings that change our armor. However, when the chips are on the line, most of us can't depend on our families to come through in the clutch. Friends come and go. Times and people change throughout the years. The family is that one constant that will always remain. And when trouble arises, most of us have family members who got our back and would be there for support. More or less in this poem, family isn't necessarily related by blood exclusively. It's related, is represented by royalty. Excuse me, it's represented by loyalty, whether it be in biological family or friends who treat you as if you are part of their family in poem.
0: Wow. Always so true to your convictions the things that you've been through in life, where you are now, just incredible, Brother O. Thank you. It was a great read. Are you doing two tonight or just the one?
10: No, just a one, Paul, because I know you've got a lot of other poets on the mind who want to come on and share their poetry.
0: Appreciate you so much. Appreciate you taking time out of your day for being here, and I'm just glad you're here. Thank you. Mike Revel says thank you for waking up today.
10: Every morning, he's right. Thank <laughs> God, thank, you thank, thank. thank, him for waking him up every morning. That's it. Waking up every morning, seeing another day.
0: Every day is a gift. All right, sweetheart. Will we talk to you next week?
10: Uh, maybe. Uh, I can uh, lead the people my social media information. Uh, Thank you. I'll be following on Facebook on Omar Brother Gather and on Instagram under Brother underscore of milk for 1975.
2: Perfect.
0: All right, sweetheart. Appreciate you. Thank you so much.
6: Thank
10: you. Appreciate it.
0: Thank Good you. Good night. All right, so our next caller is one of our Skype callers, so everybody listen, and if you hear the little English lady say, "unmuted," you'll know it's you. So Skype caller number one.
11: Hello, this is Jade Mist.
0: Hi, Jade, I was thinking that was you.
11: Yes, yes, it's me. Mystery abounds with me. <laughs>
0: When you call in, all I see is like a line of ones. Your number is one 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 one
11: one. One 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 ad infinitum. <laughs> but um, right. I know it's a, a busy night. Busy night. I took a homework assignment. It's from a prompt. If it was not from last week when the phones were out of order, it was from the week before, and I took it. Took it and made it a quick free writing assignment and without further ado um, may, may I read that to you very quickly please yes please it is titled a long forgotten room a door creaking open revealed a long forgotten room in the house that was old New owners with buckets overflowing Scalding water, detergent Tendrils of steam invading this lost space Brushes, brooms, steel wool at the ready The room would, if it could, cry The lives, the souls, the voices Please, please But those that now claimed this room This home, this heart Only heard their thoughts of scrubbing Dirt, dust into oblivion, Musty memories dissolved into harsh chemicals, and elbow grease. Wow. This castaway room, this castaway room soon to be numb, then blank, satisfied with the freshness installed in this clandestine room, the new owners, pleased with the erasure of dreams, tears, joys, jealousies that were echoed, that were etched throughout a long-forgotten room. End story. That was... And that's it. That was...
0: Okay, good. I was afraid to talk again.
11: <laughs> no, that's that was all right. incredible. I, I, I was. Uh, yeah. It's a new journal, so the pages are still not. The pages are still very crisp, so that's why I had the time. Oh my God, the Page, but there it is.
0: I have such a girl crush on you. You're using a journal oh, with paper you. and pen, and you're not writing on something backlit, and that is so awesome. That just makes my I'm heart happy to hear you say you're old. writing in a journal.
11: From old school, very old school. Even has a, not a nib, mind you, but it's a pen that has that lovely ASMR scratching sound when it contacts with the paper.
0: We need to get you writing with a nib and ink. Well, you, you have to. You have to do it. Mm-hmm.
2: All right, sweetheart.
11: Are, are ado, you good? Reach uh, out. No, no, just that one. Just that one. Just that, the that's one. the one. you have a a large queue. Yep. Yeah, this is Jade Mist. My forum, as always, is the one, the only. Speak Easy Cafe. Many, many thanks to Nyla. Please donate something if you can. And without further ado, on to the next caller.
0: Thank you, and thank you so much for your donation. As you say and being one of the sponsors for our new year. I really appreciate it. You're incredible, sweetheart.
11: A pleasure. Thank you.
0: All right. We'll see you next week, honey. Okay. Our next caller comes from area code 240240. You're on
8: the air. Hello, hello. I hope everything's flowing into automatic. Hello,
0: hello, hello. How are you, honey?
8: Just trying to survive out here, while driving. It's crazy out here. I'm in Texas. Texas drivers are real crazy.
0: They are. Yeah, you know the, the well. most courteous drivers I've ever seen in my life were in Texas when I was yeah. driving there. I mean, if you were trying to get in or change lanes. They would, you know, I've never seen, I'm seriously, you know, it's like, yes, please, come in. Yes, go ahead and merge in here. But once you got out there, you better drive like hell because they would run your ass over. Yep.
8: All right. Now, I got 18 wheels, so, you know,
0: I've I <laughs> seen
8: earlier where a car ran right to the back of a trailer. Now, you know, nothing bad happened to that trailer. That car, that uh, truck smashed. Mm-hmm. What are you going to read first tonight, hon? I'm going to read... You know what? I have something on my mind with Christopher Cross. You know who he is, right? Go to... Okay. okay. I'm going to do a poem called Black Like the Wind. But before I say that, before I do the poem, um, I want to wish... Uh, Mama O She did well she did my prayers I-, I talked to her And she's going to receive a phone call from me uh, You know Get some time These people are crazy So I'm going to do a phone call Black like the wind Are sure. right, you ready? I am Jenna Jenna If I ride, if I ride like the wind, like the wind, black like the wind. If I ride, if I ride like the wind, black like the wind. If I ride, if I ride, ride, black like the wind. And I got so much to flow so I could grow, show you how we have came so far. We want to be able to vote for the right representation. So let me go ahead and give you an education to this legislation. We came here being sprayed by the fire hose. See us being beaten down. We wanted to be treated like people, not three-fifths of a human being. But while you agree that we are still like the slaves of fighting against You need to be evil, but be brave. If I ride, if I ride like the wind, like the wind. If I ride, if I ride like the wind, like the wind. And I got so much to flow, to grow into the energy, to let you know how we make memory, how we make history. We be like the inventor. Never forgot because we invented like the like the traffic light combs. Been so much black history has put its place in American history. You will acknowledge us what we have done. If I ride, if I ride like the wind, like the wind. If I ride, if I ride like the wind. when black like the wind. Black like the wind. Can you feel the force? Can you feel that we are on course to a country that shows no remorse? We like the valuable right to the source. We're going to show you the importance of what we have done and what we are still doing. We want justice, we want to be free, while America keeps holding the key. Oh, can you see by the darling free light, but I guess in these days it's just never been polite. With the words that I change and only in the insight, when the freedom praise is only to ignite. For ride, for ride like the wind, I will never pretend. We go keep on fighting again and again. This is automatic, charismatic, lyrical inch and it gets in the long and perfect drive.
0: I can tell you had a lot of fun writing that one.
8: No, I didn't. That's a freestyle. That's
0: my you mind. You freestyled that? Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: Just
0: messing with my head. <laughs> that was awesome. Even better because it's a freestyle.
2: I, have, I But
0: how you now, see, now? You got to You have to come back and listen to the archives and write it down so you don't lose it.
8: I, I, I try. This, this truck driving takes a lot of my time. These people, you know, one thing I hate pulling over because when you pull over, you got to get in. But I won't get in. What they gonna do? Hit this <laughs> damn big ass truck? I mean, serious. They gonna hit this truck? Some? This truck though. Oh, damn. I'm going to get in. I ain't worried about it. Let's see an <laughs> opening.
0: Well, I'm so glad you're here tonight, baby. You want to tell everyone how to find you?
8: Yeah, you can find me, Mr. Automatic Charismatic, Mr. A.C. Fishing, Wordpress. You can Wordpress. Um, I'm going to be writing a book called Formula 91382, and I'm going to be writing a, a book of poems yeah, and you probably here on Thursday uh, sometimes, if I get a chance, you know. If I get a chance, mm-hmm. I try to come in. Depends. If I'm not overwhelmed, you yeah, so.
0: know. Well, you just be safe out there, and I'm really glad when you can make it in, hon.
8: Yeah, I try to be safe out here but these some. Stupid drivers out here. I'm sorry. I I, I know that might sound mean. The truth can't be compromised.
0: No, it cannot. It cannot. I love your laugh. Love your laugh so much. All right, sweetheart. Thank you so much, and we'll talk to you next week, honey. Talk to
8: you next week
0: bye-bye okay our next caller comes from area code 346 346 you are on the line
9: good evening
0: Nyla hello miss Emmy how are you I am fabulous thank you for asking Oh, it is good to hear from you. No, you, don't, you know, I never ask you how you're doing on the weeks I have a headache, just so <laughs> you know.
9: Okay. I don't know if you've ever I noticed shall, that. <laughs> I shall
0: keep
9: that in mind.
0: Um, <laughs> yes, if I don't ask you how you're doing, you know I have a headache. <laughs> this week I'm great. and It was good to hear that you're fabulous. What did you bring for us tonight, honey? Um.
9: You know, I've been having constant issues with my pages. Somebody's truly uh, attacking them. What I noticed is, you know, it's Black History Month, and I've had some people, you know, um, coming out talking mess on one side or the other. And let me just say that I am not attempting to tell anybody what to do in my poetry. I state issues, and I attempt to... Uh, give possible solutions it's up to folks to take it or leave it Um, you know they don't have to read my poetry they don't have to comment they can um, unfriend me they can block me Um, but you know having um, uh, derogatory or negative comments um, does not solve the issues whatsoever Um, but anyway with that said this particular you no, know, I movie, just, I, I got
0: one thing to say about that, Emmy. Yeah. Haters going to hate, 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 shake it off. <laughs> don't worry about them. They, they don't let them steal your moments or your smile or anything like that. Just haters are going to hate. Let them hate. Just ignore
9: them. It, it, yeah, but it's difficult when, you know, I can't bring up my page or um somebody is attempting to say that I've I plagiarized them or have copyright infringement when they're my poems. They came from me. They came from my experience. I don't plagiarize anybody, no matter what anybody might say. I have, in fact, been plagiarized multiple times. But, you know, it's this, like, all-out attack, and it's been going on for some time. So I wouldn't I know, be but I'll tell you something. About- you know
0: how people tell you... That, you know, to always stand up and fight and defend yourself. Case, you need to block and ignore. Because internet bullies thrive on response. If you give them no response, then they'll go wait. They'll go out and find someone else they can pick on. Just like when this show, when this show first started, we used to have, 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 trolls call in all the time and start reading a poem acting like a normal person and then just going into something totally wrong and laughing about it and hanging up and we just went on we didn't acknowledge it in chat we didn't acknowledge it on the air and pretty soon it got bored they got bored with it because they couldn't get a reaction out of me and we haven't had a troll on the air in years like like a decade years because of that so any response you give them is feeding them fuel to keep fucking with you. So don't do it. It's hard, but just ignore them. They don't matter. Erase them. They say that the pen is mightier than the sword. There's nothing more powerful than an eraser. What are you going to read tonight, honey? Okay. So I, the reason why I mentioned it is this, this is I, I got one
9: old poem and what, one new poem to close out um, Black History Month. So this one is the new one, and it's called People Without a History. There is a major reason why history has been attempted to be whitewashed and covered up. A people who doesn't know their personal history or that, more importantly, of their race are doomed to repeat it. It is the main reason why Jewish people keep the Holocaust in the mainstream media and world, to never forget what happened during that time, so that none of us would relive all of those horrific atrocities. So it is about the indigenous people of the Americas and that of the black people it is the actual reason behind February being Black History Month, to never forget the great suffering that the black race has endured for centuries. It is also to inspire to achieve, just like so many did in the past, under way worse conditions and circumstances. It is truly up to each generation to reach higher than their than those before them, ancestors, or within a particular employment community. I must state that even having your land, way of life, traditions, ceremonial activities, and way of dressing to be completely annihilated from the planet is the worst, cruelest of human tragedies and a horrific act of violence ever committed. The United States of America, it has many human atrocities committed right here across this land. When we remember Black History Month, we cannot forget the indigenous people that helped them and who integrated black people into their tribes and societies. There is a large amount of evidence that there were even black people already living here alongside and a part of the indigenous people of the Americas. forced marches across great distances without food or water. African slaves packed into ships also without food and water. The American story is filled with horrific events far worse than the Jewish Holocaust. If they can scream, do not forget what happened to our ancestors, we should not be silent or ashamed of our ancestors and history of the greatest slaughter of humanity in all of history. Read your history books, people, please. Read information through Google. Go to the library. Order books online. But whatever you do, read about the history of these people and never forget what happened to them. Never forget, never allow it to happen again, ever. If you study the Civil War and the Jim Crow laws that were implemented just after the conclusion of the war, you will find out in detail the horrific atrocities that were committed against the innocent civilians. Unfortunately, even still today, These atrocities continue on. Indigenous women of the Northwest being murdered and black people across this country being gunned down. Even people who are now considered Latin also facing persecution and oppression. We must decide what our great country is going to stand for. Will it be for human rights and dignity? freedom for all, a country of tolerance, equality, freedom, compassion, and what is right over might. If that is our choice, then we must stop turning a blind eye and deaf ear to the reality of this country's problems and its atrocities that we are still happening and bring our voices as one screaming. We shall not allow this to happen any longer. Only by calling, writing, emailing, and physical protest will this end. Right is right and wrong is wrong. It is just that simple. If you are a Christian and study your Bible, you must recognize that slaughter and abuse is extremely unchristian and sinful. Everyone's voice is necessary to protest and defend our lowest common citizens. John 10:10. 10, 10, the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. 49, who sets me free from my enemies You exalted me above my foes from a violent man, you rescued me. God hates abuse, viewing it as sinful and unacceptable, and delights in rescuing the oppressed. So no matter if you're a Christian or not, a great debt is owed to the people of black and brown communities. It is way past time for apologies and financial compensation. Yet, how about beginning with stopping your racism? Humanity is human beings. They are the same. We, are, we all have blood and bones and a heart that loves. Never forget musings of Amelia T. Davis, a.k.a. Poetical Angel Queen. Nyla.
0: Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay, good. Sorry about that. I had myself muted because my dog was barking. I didn't want that over you reading. (laughs) Sorry about that. You know, I always say that we learn from listening to other people's opinions. You know, we're never all right and we're never all wrong. And the line that I absolutely loved in there, by the way, was whitewashed history. I may steal that from you for a prompt next week. That was awesome. If that's okay. Oh, you, you
9: know, you have given me quite a bit of uh, work on, um, you know, uh, prompt. Feel free. Uh, I would be very honored if you if you did do that.
0: I, I love that line. Um, you know, I always tell people that, you know, things like this, political poems, talking about what's going on, you know, everybody has an opinion and not all opinions are always the same. But truth comes from the tongue of the common man. And I think that's one of the responsibilities that we have as poets, because if we don't write our own history, then we leave the history left to be written by those that have something to benefit, gain, hide from its telling. You know, if you want to know what a time was really like, buy a collection of letters from common people back and forth to each other. You know, that's going to tell you the truth. So
9: absolutely. Um, Awesome read, sweetie. I added that, um, just a side note, because I've been taught, you know, you should not have to explain your poems. But the part at the end in regards to the Christianity, that is really speaking to the right who, you know, focus really on, you know, Christians and we're Christian and we have the right and all of that. So, okay, you call yourself a Christian, but I'm telling you right now that those kind of behaviors is very much unchristian-like and it's sinful. So with that said, (laughs) I'll go into this next piece and it's really short. It's called Ancestors and I think you know this one pretty well, but for those who don't, here we go. It's called Ancestors. My great-great-great-great-grandmother was a slave. No, if she was born into slavery or arrived on one of the many ships. Irregardless of how she got there, she was in bondage. Unfortunately, I don't even know her name. At some point, the slave master took an interest in her. I can only imagine how she must have felt as he forced her to lie helplessly beneath his body while he stole what wasn't his. How she was treated like an animal to be savagely beaten and raped over and over and over again. The torment she must have felt each day as she carried his bastard child unbeknownst to her this child would go on to achieve great things in the world to the child's great fortune during this time he was so fair-skinned he could easily pass for white as he grew into manhood he eventually left the plantation to join the military through his bravery he rose quickly through the ranks becoming a bona fide hero and eventually the president of the United States of America, all the while harboring the secret of his mixed blood. While in office, rumors began to surface in regards of his mixed race. To his party's dismay, he had announced he would not allow slavery into the new territories and thus He was murdered his first year in office. His black heritage forever erased from the record. So they thought. His name was Zachary Taylor, the 12th president of the United States of America. Now you're wondering how I may have gained this information. Because I am a direct descendant of his. At the age of 13, my grandmother took me to the side and in hushed tones explained all to me. My grandfather was his great-great-grandson. This is my heritage. These are my ancestors. My heart is so grieved at this part of my family's history. I know what it's like to be beaten, disrespected, to be raped, and to feel like less than a human. I honor both of those great ancestors today for their perseverance, their strength, their achievement in the face of overwhelming odds. May they always rest in peace. Musings of Amelia T. Davis, AKA Poetical Angel Queen, and peace. Job,
0: sweetheart, on both of those. Would you do you. me the honor please of telling everybody how they can come show you some love Miss Emmy?
9: Yes, and thank you for your wonderful positive comments. I appreciate it appreciate it greatly. You can find me on Facebook under Amelia T Davis E M I L I A T D A V I S aka Poetical P O E T I-C-A-L, Angel Queen, Poetical Angel Queen. I have a like page. I have uh, personal pages. You can Google me. You can find me on just about every uh, social media site. And with that, I shall tell you that I'm here just about every Thursday night with Nyla.
0: Yes, ma'am, you are. And we love you and appreciate you. Thank you. Much
9: love to you. God bless you. And with that, I'll step off
0: this mic. Thank you, sweetheart. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and give the lineup the next few callers. We have 215, or excuse me, 215. You do know I'm dyslexic with numbers. Not letters, just numbers. 512 573 517 And 807. And we do have Sarah, I believe, down there, um, who's not pressed 1 yet. Press 1 if you decide you want to come on. Cacheta, too. If you decide you want to come on and read something, press 1. Otherwise, we are good to go right here. Now, let's go ahead and bring, we have 346 is next caller. I'm mixed up. 346, you're on the air. Or is that Miss Emmy? I'm so confused. Nyla,
9: you unmuted me.
0: I know. I'm muting you back. I'm being a dumbass. (laughs) Thank you, sweetheart. Okay. I I didn't check off that call. That's why. All right. 512, I I was right. 512, you're on the air. Hey, Nyla. How you doing? Doing wonderful, sweetheart. How are you?
12: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Really enjoying myself tonight. And uh, amen to people who write about the indigenous peoples. So I just think that they are the worst uh, uh, amongst just horror stories that have happened in the early
0: days. You know how I say that, that we as writers need to write our own history, otherwise it gets written by those who have something to gain or hide or benefit from it? You know, it, all you have to do is read our history books to realize that, you know, we talk about how horrible World War Two was and the prison camps and everything that happened and how bad Hitler was. And it was bad. He was the devil. Right. But, mm-hmm. you never, you never see, you know, we get shown mass grave pictures and stuff from over there, but we never saw the pictures, the mass grave pit graves full of. Native Americans mm-hmm. that we killed. You know, you can basically yeah. lay them over the top of each other, you know, but we're good and wonderful, right? We we don't do bad things. You know, we totally annihilated people, you know, so throw stones.
12: Yeah, and they're still treated like shit, excuse me. hmm
0: yeah. yeah. Well,
12: I, I Absolutely. won't take too much time. Um, I have uh, taken on your challenge of doing a haiku per day. So um, I'm going to start off with a haiku and then a poem, and I'll be done. Okay. Okay. Uh, the haiku is called Color of Days. Sunday swirls purple. Still the weekend, the end. Monday pours black rain.
0: I oh. l- love that. Have you been having fun writing the haikus?
12: Oh, I, it's just my thing. I just I, I love it, and and doing it every day has been actually really helpful for my my poetry. So I I highly agree with your recommendation.
0: Um, and if you okay, keep it up until so, the end of the year you're gonna be able to pull a bunch of them together and you'll have you'll have a haiku book, poetry book to put out. I mean it's so simple and easy. One haiku yep. a <laughs> day. Yep.
12: Um okay and the second piece is called The Mask. And on her way home she picks up her pit bull Rocky. He licks her hand on the drive back. As they step into her apartment, the mask that hid all her fears, the mask that held back her tears, the blue-eyed smiling mask made of china, crashes to the floor and disappears. Lights in her eyes grow dim Lines between her brows deepen. Smile on her face droops and tightens. She puts up her coat and shakes off her, sho- shakes off her shoes. Feeds Rocky and leaves through the mail. Turns off her phone and melts into the couch. Stares at the ceiling with a shark's dead eyes. She sees his giggling face light up as he screams, Mama! Hears his little feet as he runs to hug her legs. Feels his soft, chubby lips kiss her cheek. The tears fall to the pillow when she touches his headstone. His name was Life. And peace.
0: Wow. You know, it, it, it is amazing the things we're able to endure and and do to survive our day-to-day lives, you know, but you never know what's happening behind someone's door. And I think that's a beautiful and very accurate and very painful description of that depression, you know, mm-hmm. that, that darkness you know, we don't even know is there because yeah. everybody has their pretty pretty painted faces, right? Mhm. I mean, you yeah. never know. I wrote a poem one time about completely different subject, but about a homeless guy standing on the corner and how people judged him and all that and, and you know, it's the the concept of the poem is, was it's the baggage you cannot see that mm. you need to know. You know, the things that put him there, the things that, you know, his, his, the baggage he drives and pulls behind him, the wars, the whatever it was that put him there, you know, those are the things you Mm -hmm. should know about them instead of just judging them by where they are. And, you know, it's the same thing with people, you know, especially in society as it is today with the, you know, with social media going up, you know, it's all about, all about looks and and, you know, smiles and the perfect life and and your persona and everything else that it doesn't allow people to get to know you for who you are. And I think that you know, even though people have such a, a larger social network of people they talk to, I think true and real and close friendships, in-person friendships are really suffering because of it. You know, and those those are the ones that are going to find out those dark things. Those are going to, the people that are going to be there during those dark times. But we're losing that. We're losing that connection to friendship, to a hand you can hold. Instead, there's a screen you can look at. And that is not comforting. You know, think about that. And that's my thought of the day for people. You know, remember to reach out and touch someone's hand in real life around you. Pay attention to the people in your life that you can see because that's important too.
9: Yeah.
12: I think the Beautiful most romantic feed, thing honey. in the world, the most romantic thing in the world is holding someone's hand.
0: Right? down and hold each other's hand and talk it out because you can't yell at each other if you're holding hands. There's no reason for two people who love each other to yell at each other.
2: None. Mm. Absolutely
0: none. You know, and if you if you find yourself in a relationship where you're fighting all the time, just commit to fixing it. And when you get mad or angry, you sit down, you beside each other, you hold each other's hands and you start talking about it because you cannot yell at each other when you're holding hands.
12: That could be a prompt.
0: <laughs> yep.
12: And thank you for your big heart.
0: Oh, you you're have welcome.
12: One of the biggest hearts I've ever come across. What you do for people.
0: Oh, that's sweet of you to say. Thank you. Will you enjoy night? You guys the rest are my, nine, guys yes, are my friends. Even though you're not real and even though I can't reach out and hold your hand and even though you're not sitting in front of me, I know that you're real people out there. You know, you're not just a face on the computer. You're not just a phone number. You're not just, you know, a profile. You know? And mm. I really care about you guys. So thank you. Thank you for that. All right, baby. Tell everyone how they can come show you love.
12: Oh, um the best recommendation, the other best recommendation, allpoetry.com, the percolating poet.
0: <laughs> I love it. All right, sweetheart. <laughs> will we talk to you next week? Should. Yep.
12: All right, thank sweetheart.
0: You. Thank you so much. Great job tonight. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Our next caller comes from area code. Five seven three five seven three. You are on the air, Mr. Sin, I believe. Hello. Hey, Sin. How are you, love? Mm. I,
13: I'm I'm good, good, um, very good.
0: Actually. Congratulations you very well. on your new car. It is so beautiful.
13: Thank you. Well, wait till it gets purple. I got eighteen-inch wheels and rims coming next week for it, so there'll be <laughs> an update. The paid job would be a while, but the the rims I'm getting next week. I got a new job, too. I started out this week.
0: uh, I was going to ask you if you robbed uh, a bank or something.
13: No, 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 no. I'll just take care of shit. Now I have a job, too, so, yeah, I'm on the up. And side business is going to be coming soon. And My swagger is back in stagger. (laughs) All right, so I got new pieces. You, You were not on the air last week. Uh, I got one from last week and then one I just did last night. <sighs> this first piece is Love's reciprocity. I'm not always a pleasant lick. Soured impositions have drunken my dowry. Ones abated in the thrust of a lonely view. Ones the birds only knew. When scar lips fell daft on the shared delight. One past you. I'm truly conflicted on the short-gap misfires that made me fall in love with you. Lies, what became seemingly brash in the kingdom, missing princehood, kneeled, crooked. Avoided dowry's pocket, I knelt before the racket of your polyester. Jacketed my family condition, on a heart's palpitation, I saw scorn. Scour fucking airs, rank posterity, knows not depth and languid halls. Such stank accursions of the go-ahead you. Rocketed vows and disparaging longing condition. A plethora of grotesque relations. Who's, baby? Just fucking let her go. These apparitions hang on midnight dreary. Alone and scary. This road i have known but its volatility is brazen. New Latin skies of understanding has cower and lean. There, your touch was weather. Whether I would sleep, doghouse disaster, or maybe, just maybe, loud. The heat of a semi-scowl. when I found some warmth of what had been sleeps. Hate for my bones may not the fester remain a vision I scowl my days dry upon. I loved. Now I let go. However, will I see horizons ever reciprocate the love I know? The Valkyrie Breeze. Wow. That
0: was awesome, sweetheart. That
13: was that was incredible. I I believe I believe there's a video. Uh, check my page. I'm doing a lot of videos because you know I don't I don't share except for on here and on the get down, um, and a couple others very select all on blog talk nowhere else uh, except for Facebook. YouTube's coming. I'm just busy um, being patient with myself and the adjustment. I'm very very uh, content. I'm not. And I'm proud. Anyway, so last night, three sheets, not four, to the wind, after doing a couple of videos, I uh, lay in bed, about to go to sleep about 2 o'clock in the morning, and, and a thought comes to the head. This is realizing now. My love for you stood in what I knew you could be. However, some things don't fruition. A bleak harvest is only love strewn in tantrums, heartaches as you lusted, not you would. Weightless donations extracted from what I'll never miss again. Though I long an orange poison, absent the remission of knowledge I knew was always right in the tremble you gave me, absent cheeks, kissed tangerine illusions of depth and depravity you knew were always set sideways. And then no longer that man, I found my way home. Passionate fury is what I knew of you. No skinny in the falsehood known as your love. Who played the victim to your ruin? My, 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 my moments pulled tested patience top of balance at times. But I stuck with you in fucking spite. I done seen the light. However, perseverance pays due three times its price. I found the one who'd love me. The one that stands time's ocular illusion. Me! I'm mine. A beautiful machine. Hell-bent to never break. Rediscover the myriads of my doors. Plethora of one's corner shelves. Smiles displaced on a disposition of gathered precursors. Fucking pathetic past. Ways Goodbye. The Broken hearts and love, I will fill love by my first and eventually no longer alone, musical bliss in my car, luck will be a star, a true lady I can make beautiful, gather her for a while, and love we both desire, deserve shall just be the Bakary
2: breeze
0: and. Peace. <laughs> Is that in peace?
13: Yeah, clockery bees.
0: Okay, awesome. I was real scared to talk tonight because I've interrupted two poets when I thought they were done reading, and I normally never do that. So I'm like, got PTSD or whatever it is for talking and speaking. Sin, those were incredible. I- Absolutely incredible.
13: That one I really like. That's a new one. I've shared it with my librarians, and they loved it. And, uh, <laughs> I put it up. It's, 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 it's typed up. I haven't done a video yet. I'll do that tonight. All right. Baby, darling, I got to go. I got to get to the get down. I got to go get down. I'll see you later next week. I have All new right. stuff.
0: love you so much, sweetheart. Thank you for being here with me tonight. All right. Bye-bye. Bye, sweetie. Finn is amazing. All right, next caller, 517, you are on the air. Hello, how are you doing? 517, I'm doing wonderful. How I'm
14: are here. you? I'm doing good, thank you. Well, so, my name is within the words.
0: It is so good to meet you. I am so glad you're here. Jimmy invited you, didn't he?
14: Yeah, Jimmy's been trying to get me out of here for a couple months now.
0: Well, I have to say, you're a little slow, but you're smart because you're here, and I appreciate it. I'm really glad well, he brought you. You. talked a lot about you.
14: Yeah, he's a good guy.
0: So, since it's your first time here, why don't you tell us a little bit about you, how you got started writing, and why you picked out what you did to read tonight?
14: Well, I'm not entirely sure why I started writing. I know it was around 13 years old when I started. Um, A lot of it wasn't any kind of poetry format, just writing and sharing it with all the girls that were in school and whatnot trying to get attention. And it just progressed (laughs) from there and just kept writing and writing silly things and crazy things and sad things. and.
0: And did it work? Did it woo the ladies?
14: Some of them it did, yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's the first time I've heard that.
14: Too cool. But the uh, poem I'm going to be doing today is called Good Night, and it's one that I wrote earlier today.
0: I can't wait to hear it. Go ahead when you're ready, sweetheart.
14: Yes, ma'am. Good night, son. It's colder today than yesterday. I wonder if maybe the sun is losing strength. It still shines just as bright, but the world is always fooled by light. The warmth, though, seems like it's fading. Maybe something has happened inside, something has changed, like it lost a part of itself and it no longer has the desire to burn so strong. Maybe it's just a part of life, of comings and goings, meetings and partings. I suppose it was always foolish to rely on the sun. It's inconsistent. Too hot and it burns. Too cold and there's no renewal. And it's gotten colder. As the day progresses, it's gotten darker. Soon the sun will fall beyond sight. The light and warmth gone. The moon will rise to take its place and then we say goodnight and live in dreams. Sometimes I wonder what will happen if the sun doesn't wake up in the morning. Will dreams ever be enough? No. They won't. End poem.
0: Wow. Talk about an incredible... Debut of the show. That was amazing. So you said you wrote that you said earlier this week. Earlier today. Earlier today. What prompted that? Right. What? What? You're walking through your day, everything's good. You're going to do, 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 and all of a sudden that poem jumped out and grabbed you. What was it that inspired that poem?
14: Well, I was working outside and it started getting colder, (laughs) and the sun was there, but it just. Wasn't warm anymore.
0: And when you started out reading that, it made me think about you know what I was talking about with you know with uh, L.J. when she was called in about how things are less and less personal. You know we don't have that like you're talking you know talking about the sun. We don't have that that warmth is getting colder. That humanity is getting colder. You know, it really made me think about
2: that. Yeah, absolutely. That was
0: a piece. Are you going to read a second one for us, honey?
14: I can do. I know I've recently challenged eight different poets to a challenge where I will write four lines in an inbox, and then they have to write back four lines and so on and so forth. So I wrote eight poems with eight different people uh, yesterday and the day before. And uh, a lot of the ones that I wrote with are in the chat right now. And with Terry's permission, I will read the one that me and him did together. Me and him have the same writing style, and me and him mesh very well with our words. So I would like to read this one. So I start off with the first four lines, and he goes with the second four and so forth. And it's called to be seen. The rain doesn't fall in my dreams. It appears as drops from painted leaves and puddles upon the footpaths. I always seem to walk through them. And with every step sending ripples outwards, breaking their perfect mirror, distorting what can be seen within them like a fractured reality. And when I catch my reflection there, a misshapen, contorted image I think to myself that the world can finally see the true beauty of me. For what is beauty but a reflection of self seen through the eyes of others, an art form to be recognized, to be interpreted and judged, for attraction is perceived in subtle tones, not of form and figure, but in intelligence and grace. As physical beauty is fleeting and fragile, but the beauty of the mind carries on for generations To be appreciated for the rest of time. End poem.
0: Really, really good message in that one. You're right. It meshed very well together. You couldn't, you know, and I I always do that when someone says they've written something with someone else. I listen for the break and there was no break. That was incredible.
14: Yeah. Yeah, he does an amazing job with getting it flowing and then we just play off each other very well. And he Good is job,
0: Terry. very
14: fun to write with. Yes, great job, Terry. And hopefully he will get on here and read one day out there in the U.K.
0: Oh, I hope so. He was in chat earlier. Wasn't he saying something like it's 2 o'clock in the morning or something there?
14: Yep, he's in there as a Rhino, R-Y-N-O-A-T-H. He's still
0: in chat right now. Uh, okay, well, maybe we can get him to call in. You can call in from anywhere. You, there's also on the studio, there's, I think there's Skype and there's Direct Connect that you're able to call in with those through your computer without having to use your phone. So you may try, want to, you know, see if that's an option for you to call in too. We would love to have you come on sometime, Terry. So written in words, do yeah. I call you that or do you, want, do you want me to call you your name? Or are you one of those mystery okay. people?
14: I am definitely one of those mystery people. When I do my TikToks, I always have a hood over my eyes so no one can see who I am.
0: Okay, so I can't call you Anthony. No, that's Anthony's the other guy. I'm trying to look through. Yeah, you through. can call me I'm Anthony if you want. <laughs> I'm trying to look through chat, looking for a clue, seeing if I can figure out your mystery. But no, it's not in there. Um, it it's so starts with I just, E. I... I
14: say that much.
0: E? I'll just call you E.
2: That works. That'll
0: that be my nickname for you. All right, dear, you did a fantastic job tonight. I am so glad that you called in. I'm so glad that you shared. And, you know, now that you've been here, you're family. So, you know, you are welcome back anytime. And I am really looking forward to, to know you and your work better. Hopefully, Terry, you'll call in and read. Um, I was just really impressed by what I heard. And really looking forward to it. You did fantastic. Incredible.
14: Thank you, Nyla. I appreciate it.
0: Absolutely, 100%. My pleasure. I know everybody enjoyed that. All right, do me a favor. Tell everyone how they can find you on TikTok, on your social media, whatever it is you want to share.
14: On TikTok, it's within the words. And on Instagram, it's within the words underscore
0: poet. Perfect. All right. And I hope that we hear from you next week. Are you on Facebook?
14: Not so much, but it's within the words. I have maybe three or four posts on that. I don't get on it as often.
0: Okay. I was just going to say, if you wanted to add me on your Facebook, I send out week three reminders for the show. I don't know if that would be helpful for you or not. But if it is, just um, do a search under uh, NYLA, N-Y-L-A. Um, Alicia, A-L-I-S-I-A, my last name, and shoot me an invite, and then I can send you the, or or go on and like the page, easy, and we can send out those reminders. Or Jimmy will do it. Jimmy's really good at that.
14: Oh, yeah, Jimmy never fails.
0: Yeah, right? <laughs> All right, sweetheart, thank you so much for being here tonight. You did a fantastic job. It's wonderful to meet you.
14: Thank you, you as well.
0: And we'll talk to you soon. Yes, ma'am. Okay, we have our last caller for the evening, which is Robbie Baby. I still have you to do that because to it. I it took me a long time to practice that and learn how to do that right.
15: <laughs> you're not gonna, it, right? not gonna wait, right? Not gonna waste it. Not gonna
0: waste
15: it, no. Yeah, I mean, like if you if you get up to curling like 50 pounds, you're not gonna be like, eh, I don't feel like exercising anymore. I can go.
0: I can do fifty, so I'm just going to kick back at thirty now because I know I can do it. Yeah. Yeah.
15: Exactly. Actually, there's uh, one friend of mine who said that I, I, you're still Robbie baby to me. (laughs) So, anyways, (laughs) I will dip into my poem. You'll always be Robbie baby. Yes. So I'll go into my poem here. Uh, Oh God. You know when you're getting old and you're like peeping at the screen is like, ah, I can barely see it, uh, between a heartbeat. So I kind of like I followed my own prompt because <laughs> I'm an ass, <laughs> and uh, I've really been uh, checking up Kylie Minogue lately, and I love her music. And she, one of her newest songs is called Padam Padam, so it's like a, the sound of a heartbeat. So I was like checking that out and listening while I was uh, writing this today. Okay. So, here we go. Between Every Heartbeat.
8: Oh, is that the one? Oh.
15: Hold on a sec. There's like uh, a couple that I wrote. Oh, oh, uh, I think that's not... I wrote a couple of heartbeat poems. I think that's the wrong heartbeat poem. (laughs) You want me to...
0: You want me to take the next caller while you find him
15: and bring you right back um uh, I'll, I'll just read this one right now and uh i'll see what happens uh okay between every heartbeat there you lay on a bed of fortune where passion lays breath grows heated and quick a shudder and shiver down a naked thigh eyed by an envious and desiring eye between every heartbeat the pace quickens the tempo escalates and endures. The body grows inured to pain. Its two bodies come together and clash. The tempo of two quickened hearts growing as one. The scent of every single floor of your body, every inch of your skin, it becomes an intimate ally in thin. Every river of meaning seen in the intimate details of your eyes. Between every heartbeat, a reverence grows. Between every breath upon breath, every beat of a heartbeat in a burning chest, an urgency mounts, seeking for the ultimate unsheathing of love's sword, seeking to plunge deeply into the rock of passion's promise, a climaxing frenzy, a sin of two bodies united in a passion's din. Finally, its two hearts' heartbeats grow to burst, the dam of love's passion is finally released. Thigh pressed to pressed against hip, lips still pressed to biting lip. Hands sweetly painful, clenching clasps slowly release. The tempo of both hearts slow. Unspoken words spoken between each beat, still simmering in passion's heat. That was the one. <laughs> yes. I got so many heart bones that I, I can't keep them straight. So yes, that that's what I wrote. I I came up with the prompt myself, but then you know, I was like, you know what? I want to write to that prompt. And I like I said I've been listening to Kaiman Oak for a lo- uh, few days now and I was I watched that Padam Padam and and uh there you go, that was the result.
0: Well, I thought it was amazing. I'm really glad you shared it. <laughs> I would have, you know, any of your poems.
15: Mhm. Yeah. <laughs> so, I had fun with that right. one. <laughs>
0: Are you going to read two tonight?
15: I have one more I can read here. <clears throat> it's called uh, Laws of Time, and this is very much my personal experience. I never knew what an agony could be to look back and see all the lost time, the lost avenues of opportunities, things that could have been. I see myself carrying some of those clocks, those ones that stood still in rivers of living a life, arresting the development of opportunities to come my way, but so many more of them I see carried by those too afraid to see me soar, to see me find my own way. It stings and hurts to know that I could have flown so much higher, so much sooner, if those so afraid to see me fly did not clutch possessively at the hands of time. But alas, I cannot dwell too much upon it. I must fly as high and as quickly as I can now, in the present moment, for now more than every every moment is precious, and I refuse to let the arrest of the hands of time waylay me any longer, to let resentment linger and ruin my further opportunities. I shall create my own hands in the face of time, turn their hands as fast as I may in opportunity, but slow as I desire in enjoyment of the moment Becoming the Chronos of my own fate, and that is laws of time, and that's based on my feelings about about how things happened in my childhood, and kind of wishing I was graver in certain moments and all that. And there's a sting to it; there always will be, but I've gotten away from lingering it. And then now that I have a lot more opportunities. I'm just diving into that, so it's a bit of a you war. Know, I always stay you know, mm-hmm.
0: in Colorado where they did laser treatments, and <laughs> once a month we had the gang kids come in, and we did free tattoo yeah. removal yeah. on the kids that were trying to get out of the gangs. And so here, and some of them were even coming from jail, you know, in their little orange suits and shackles on their feet, and coming in, and you know, it, it hurts having a laser, a tattoo removed, and You know, so when the kids would come in, I would have suckers for them. Uh And uh, I would would write something and put it on a little piece of paper and stick it to the suckers. And one time I put on there, you know, thinking about what they were doing, having the tattoos and removed and stuff. So it kind of had a double meaning. But I think with that poem, you'll understand as well. And I always tell people, you cannot embrace your future if your arms are full of your past. Yeah. You can't. You know, the things behind you can't hurt you. Walk past, exactly. them, open your arms. You know, when you're able to let go and open your arms, then mm-hmm. the things that fill it are amazing.
15: Yeah, and this to me, this poem speaks kind of on the irony of where you're you're getting along better and better, and more and more things are starting to happen, but then it can give more and more of a poignancy to what happened before. Uh, like someone like me, I'm the original go-getter and it always stings for me. I'll try to get off <laughs> this thing, but it, this is like important for me to express. But yeah, I, I, I know I see that now in spades that mm-hmm. I'm like the real, original go-getter. And just because of what happened to me, especially with my mom, who's not a good person, uh, it's just, you know, it, there's a sting to know that that got depressed and I could have like soared like so quick, so fast. If I was, if I was given an opportunity to harness that, you know, you know me, I, I'm like, I'm an energizer rabbit, right? <laughs> I, uh-huh. just, just like once I get on something, I go, go, go. So in my, uh, right now in my life, I'm at that point where I'm consolidating with that. And most of the time I'm okay, but because of everything that I'm doing now and that it makes me reflect on that and and sometimes I have to like process the the sting of that that that's there so that that's what that is <laughs> very cool
0: all right Robbie tell everyone how to find you my love
15: uh, I can be found under Robbie's multimedia poetry if you look under Facebook, under that name, you'll see everything that I'm attached to with my music and, and my poetry and everything. And, uh, I'm always up to new things. This day, these days, with the harmonica, especially. And so, you never, you'll never know what you might see pop up randomly on one day, you know, like on a SoundCloud or like, doing something completely different than I've never done before. <laughs> I think
0: yeah. mm-hmm. action, babe. Thank you. <laughs> we will talk to you next week? Yep. <laughs> All right, sweetheart. Great job tonight, honey. Thank you.
15: Thanks. <laughs>
0: Mike. Mr. Robbie, baby, love him so dearly. He's been with us. I've known him before I ever even started this show. I wonder how long we've known each other, Albie. It's been over 17 years. I knew you long before we did this. All right. Our last caller for the evening. My Mad Hatter, my dear sweet Jay. Please join me. Hey. hey. Hello,
5: Nyla. Yeah. I'm
0: so happy to see you on.
5: Are you?
4: I'm happy to be I here. Am.
0: We've got five, or I've got four minutes left in the show. I'm just letting you go straight into reading so it goes okay. over the live stream. So oh. go ahead.
5: Okay. Okay. Uh, I brought, uh, she, was never le- she was never alone, a promise to a little girl. And I just I brought the one. And it goes like this. Each time I watched as she stood in waves, something she did around midday, politely gazing to the sea, I wondered why, quite innocently. Always wearing the same white dress or hair strung flowers to look her best. She twirled like smoke on a firelit beam. Each day she's there at a quarter to noon. I asked and hope someone might share the story of the girl with flowers in her hair. Tales of a girl that, lived, that lives each day watching the sea and, cra- and the crashing waves. Tomorrow I'll wait near the place she stands hoping that I might understand. She was 11 and lives on Mary Brook Way. She likes syrup and pancakes to start her day. She calls her cat pretty and her dog Scooby Doo. She lives with her mom and her aunt lives there too. Her name's Samantha, her eyes so blue each day she wished her wish could come true. She called her father the one she missed. I watched her smile and blow him a kiss. He went to fight and protect us all. He's handsome and brave and very tall. He said he would come home as soon as he as soon as he can. He promised me, and that I should understand that sometimes fathers have to leave. That's what he said. So I have to believe. How long How long has it been since he went away? I've watched you stand here every day. Her father, I could tell, was she must have, she must have adored. I wondered if she was knew there was no war. It had ended a year ago. Times three. I feared for Sam and her father might be. So strong I felt this in this little girl's twirl who refused to let it change her world. He's on his way. I know it's today. That's, that he'll come back to me, and that's the way it's going to be. Samantha never missed a day of waves, her hair tied with flowers around midday. The little girl's love grew and grew. She never failed to gaze at the sea. She waited for her father's return to her. And, oh, don't, don't do that. Uh, return to her, and that's the way it's just got to be. Summers turn winters many more times. My return was in hope that I might find a little girl, just older, still in a gaze with eyes so distant, still counting the waves. Ten years have gone, and I and I have returned. Wondering if Sam had ever learned the fate of her father, she held so dear, never to return. I had that fear. I wished I I wished there could be, and I was sure it would around midday, where a little girl once stood. She must have ended her daily quest when I realized that it was be for the best. I bowed my head and thought, so sad, in the story of Sam and her missing dad. Then appeared the flowers that tied the hair of the, a little girl grown. And a story shared, oh, I'm skipping <laughs> a story shared. Her hair with floral, so perfectly tied, she stood at the place, watching the tide. Could it be her? After all these years, still refusing to realize her greatest of fears. Then someone was walking slowly towards Sam. Oh God! Darn it! My phone's messed up. Ah! It clicked. Right at the end. Take your time. You're fine. You're
0: fine. Oh. Go ahead and find where you need to be.
5: Okay. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Mm -hmm. You've never done that, is okay. Uh, then someone was walking slowly towards Sam in uniform, a soldier, a very tall man. A smile planted upon my face. Sam stood in her special place. A little girl knew that he would come home no matter how long. She was never alone. End poem. Sorry about that.
0: No, that was fine. That, it's fine. We're just hanging out sharing words, so we're good, you know. Um, but that was incredible. What a beautiful story. That that got yeah, me feels. I in my field.
5: For, Yeah, I wrote that for Veterans Day, uh, honoring the wounded warriors and this kind of thing. Um, um, came out pretty good.
0: I thought that would that would make uh, a beauty. You should you should uh, see if you can find somebody. You don't live near the ocean, do you?
5: Well, I'm in California, not too far from it. Huh.
0: Well, so, see, so you should find someone, a younger girl and a little bit older girl, and do a recording of that and then do some video of her standing, you know, just back shots of someone standing and looking at the ocean to put yeah. in your video. And and that would idea. make a great production. That would be yeah. amazing.
5: That's a good yeah. idea, Yeah, no. no. We'll investigate that. <laughs> if I can pull cool. that off. <laughs>
0: I would love to see it. All right, are you gonna? Are you gonna read a second one for me?
5: Uh, yeah, I could. I'll throw. If you don't mind me, I'll just throw a dart. Uh, time never promised me a thing. It's not very long. Goes like this. I took a moment to pick a year or something to tell me how I got here. The days of golden apple wine poured too easy so that I could find the time of those moving days that knocked me down, still turning my dreams upside down. Shaken out to curt my view, I thought I saw what looked like you. Remember when you held my hand, you whispered so I might understand. I run to where I used to walk, gathering from shattered dreams from where forever was never and time never promised me a thing sort of screwed the cadence up on that one. Then. <laughs> you
0: did fine.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: uh, you did fantastic on both of those pieces, hon. Well,
2: I guess kind you. of my
0: fault because I told you we had three minutes left, so I think you were trying to hurry. Oh,
5: yeah. <laughs> no pressure. So I'm, I think, I'm, I I'm I taking the, the blame on that
0: one. But we do, yeah. We, I mean, we go into our archives, so you know, you, you, you could. I, I wanted to stop you and tell you that because I thought you were trying to hurry, but you know, it's absolutely beautiful story. The second one was incredible, and again, you are my last dance of the night. So I want to thank you so much for taking the show out on such a great note.
6: Thank you,
5: thank you, thank you, thank you. The dance too.
0: You're very welcome, my dear. I hope we get to talk to you next week,
5: yeah, yeah, I missed last week, but uh I'm good for every well other last week sure. we we had
0: no lines <laughs> coming in There last week i was I could call into my studio, I could host the show, but no the guest lines all of them were down on the whole site. they were just oh, that, gone, huh? so I sat here and was talked right? to my to myself oh. for about two hours, played a couple of tracks, and then called at at two at the I didn't do the third hour, so I was. I was just, you know, okay. you can only take so much of me. I can only take so much of me, so you know, <laughs> I was done at that point. But so you didn't miss anything
2: last week. <laughs> okay. Oh, good. All Thanks right, sweetheart. Me, let it stop by.
4: Yep.
5: Um, yep. And I will talk to you uh, next week, hopefully. Perfect. Thank oh, you I so much. Oh, I wanted to. I wanted to announce. I wanted to, uh-huh. not to do have my. Uh, twice a month on Friday. I think it's going to be the first and third, or it's going to be the first and last Friday of every month. I'll be hosting uh, A Strange World. I'm just going to be bringing things up the uh, odd things happening around us, uh, basically uh, uh, in the present time. Um, the warnings of it last week, last week was, or the week before was uh, AI and the... Ramifications of what it's going to do to uh, the industries of entertainment—it's going to be quite, uh, quite difficult. New laws are going to have to be taken. But this week will be déjà vu—the feeling of déjà vu, dreams, and some magic. That'll be tomorrow night. Yeah, if you think about uh, it,
0: when you think about it, if you can post the uh, the link for that on my page, so that. It's easy for people okay. in, in the Speakeasy community to find, and we can come over. It sounds really inspiring. Okay.
5: Did you get the song that I sent over on the messenger on, in Facebook? I sent you um, the song.
2: I'll, I'll, um, I'll try it again. Yeah.
0: I get, and for I, some reason... I'm not on the computer every single day so sometimes yeah. I miss things you may have sent it but I get so many messages on my page okay. that things get buried really fast and I'll try to sit there when I'm on especially on Thursdays and scroll through and see everything but I miss that so if I miss it I
5: I'll just try to re, I'll repost it probably be easier that way alright uh, perfect I
0: would appreciate the poem, it the
5: poem I wrote the song yeah.
14: Yeah. well thank you again
0: sweetheart and then you sent that to is it okay to uh um, did you send to me so
5: I could post it on the on the show play on the show oh uh the uh, well besides the two two Fridays a month of strange world I'll be hosting music shows on two Tuesdays, twice a month and I'm not sure what uh the first one will be next Tuesday so that'll be the first so figure the first and third Tuesdays of every month I'll be doing a music show. Sort of a break away from the writing. We are a poetry site, but um, mm-hmm. sort of break away from it. And if anybody wants to call in and have something to share that they wrote, they're welcome to.
2: Perfect.
0: So,
5: something All right, something sweetheart.
0: Different. Appreciate you so much. Make sure you share those links so we can find the shows over there and come over and support you like you okay, do. Okay, we'll do. All right, sweetheart. Thank you. Thank
5: you. Have, a good Have a good
0: evening. You too.
5: Okay. Right.
0: All right, everyone. You've been listening to Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. I want to thank all of you for being here. We will be back next week. Um, if you missed the prompts, then don't worry. You can grab those off the archives in about 10 minutes, and we'll talk to then. I'm going to close the show tonight with a track, from, where did it go? Where did it go? Where did it go? There we go. George Wiley. It's called Hurried Words at the Graves. Here you go. <laughs>
16: this most vital time we'd not practiced. No careful resume of his life was done, each of us having a need to show our caring and the kind of homage he deeply deserved. And to gleam out all from all the things he'd done, this man was better by far than all the rest. We thought there'd be more years before he cast away. How could our quickly conjured words serve a superior man? No doubt he'd be embarrassed by our palsy eulogies. He was leaving while we fabricated plastic praises. And he probably planned it that way.